On this episode of the Gnostic Deluge, we're going into a Gnostic text, one of the most famous from the Nag Hammadi Library, the Gospel of Thomas. This one's interesting because we get to hear sometimes familiar words from Jesus, but also some words and phrases and concepts that we've never heard when we look at the regular Bible. Enjoy! All right, Brandon, here we are hey, Mark. again, and we're doing it. We're another Gnostic Deluge. Get that title in there. Yeah, this is this is the Gnostic Deluge. That's right. Get ready to get flooded with knowledge. <laughs> so, and, and we're going to put the Gnostic it. and Gnostic Deluge uh, over the next while yeah. because we're actually going to do some Gnostic stuff. And that's funny is I think we mentioned last time or the time before that maybe, but how we've done, I think we've done like 40 plus episodes now of this. 44. 44. Uh-huh. And we've, now we've gone in, into some areas that were like, like borderline Gnostic maybe or close to it. Hermetics is yeah. actually now that I've. Exactly. I mean, we've gone, we've gone, we've played around with Gnostic, uh philosophy or with theology it. or whatever you want to call it, philosophy unknowingly but um yeah we haven't actually gone into the gnostic tradition but at least the at least as um as a, the historical gnostic mm-hmm. tradition so uh so it's kind of interesting that we're now doing that yeah well um the big thing is that not a lot was known about the gnostics except for the writings of the old church fathers they, yeah because none of their scriptures they were totally or pretty much done away with yeah Irenaeus is that, i think it was one of them yeah right Ren- talked and, a lot about the heresies and stuff yeah yeah he's the in 180 because i okay just wow, so you know well you're very uh just so you know i just here. i know I, i've just been listening to this whole lecture series on audible on the nag hamadi library and how we got it kind of explanation so it's going to sound like i know what i'm talking about oh you, you do mark and what well right now i do but i'll forget all this in a couple of weeks <laughs> i mean you know but it's it's uh called the uh, gnostics from nag hammadi to the gospel of judas series on oh, yeah. on audible oh let me let me put my little and there's a pdf that you found too yeah like a like a, it's like a, that was that goes like with a, it um, yeah where it's yeah the basic outline of what he talks about but um what i'm trying to um there put it on sleep mode my phone um but so yeah Arrhenius wrote about it or Arrhenius or whatever wrote in the 180s on the you know the false teachings of these different of a bunch of different things yeah. and it wasn't just the gnostics and and uh actually this is where we were just talking about this the he talked about the different schools of thought and in greek schools of thought is heresis which is crazy i've never known that before heresis 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 okay (laughs) heresis heresis and the word heresy comes from that yeah so whenever you hear just he was talking about the the false heresies 
Yes. And so that, today we use the word heresy. But as, he was talking about the false schools of thought. Correct. Because the, he was defending this, his school of thought, mm-hmm. you know, and all. And so, so he would talk about the other schools of thought as heresies, and then it became heresies. I should start using that word as it's the appropriately. Yeah. Like, so what's your heresy? Yeah. And they're like, what? No, but school, your, your school of thought. What do you teach your children? Like even, I even many different heresies. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how yeah. how you know, and then all of a sudden everything becomes a heresy, right? Well, of course, if, if for, there's only if there's only one way, right? Yeah. Then you're gonna have a lot of heresy. Like you got the one way, and the rest are just other schools of thought, and yep. they're you know, and so it became anyway. It was just so he was the the they didn't actually have. Later on, whenever they're reading about, you know, what he said, they didn't even have the scriptures he was talking about because he talked about a, a gospel of Judas, mm-hmm. Thomas, yeah, you know, a lot of these different ones, and and then all of a sudden in in a where uh, in the forty nineteen forties. So in eighteen in the eighteen nineties. Oh, they did find something. What in was the eighteen nineties they found a Greek some fragments of Thomas. Of right? Thomas. And yeah. it was Greek. Yeah. So before before what you're gonna refer to here, I think, according to your highlight there. Yeah. yeah it, it was known of. Yeah, yeah. But they just had fragments of it. Mm-hmm. And then in the nineteen forties, there's a guy, Muhammad Ali Al Saman. Who was digging for uh, fertilizers in a cliff mm. over by the Nile, and you know yeah. the Nile that that's where they plant their food because all the nice, you know, all the minerals and stuff would deposit there on the. And so anyway, he he found this um, pot. Oh right, yeah. He broke, like, he broke a he broke a earthen jar. Yeah, that it was see and it sealed inside of this earthen jar was. The not what we have as the Nag Hammadi, what we call the Nag Hammadi Library. Yeah, it was on pa- It was in paperback. No. Yeah, it was all printed. It was it was a now now uh, forgotten publisher. It, no, it was it was Harper. It was Harper Collins. <laughs> but uh, it was on many different uh, frag. I think it was thirteen or fourteen. Um, at least the first jar was like thirteen or fourteen. Uh, no, I think. Okay, wait. Okay, right. it's it's different. It's different because actually these were all sewn together into one book. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so that that was the interesting thing is that the, that somebody had because there is like fourteen different as as far as they they could tell. There's, you know, we call it the Nag Hammadi Library, mm-hmm. but it was written by different people. Even the Coptic dialects were sometimes different, but somebody had. So it was like someone's private collection. Yeah, the, but they had put it together in one book. So you know, put it together like all these different writings. They actually had leather cover. That's a good. That's a good point. So stuff. one of the theories is that it, a a monk who had this who had this collection of heresies or books that were becoming heresies yeah, or this school. Yeah, um, exactly. This monk had this, and he had like a he had an exhaustive collection of texts that he had. And when he realized that he wasn't going to be able to continue to have those anymore and keep them safe, he went and hid them. 
Yeah. And there well, was yeah, a monastery and anciently there was, was a monastery close. nearby. Yeah, it wasn't right there but it was it wasn't too far away. So it but it wasn't like it wasn't quite like the I think maybe what you're referring Dead to sea. was the Dead Sea Scrolls yeah, there where there was a collection of treasure trove. Like they things. they and this was this and the interesting thing too is that it wasn't scrolls. It yes, was it actually were, in a book form. So it was bound. Yeah, it had a table of contents. It had an index. No, but it, it yeah. actually was it wasn't it wasn't the long scrolls where you'd roll it out. It was actually pages like an actual book. Yeah. So and that's that's one of the reasons they thought at least according to what I had listened to that they thought it was a Christian sect, you know, person that did it and I mean for some reason, because it was in a book form, not scrolls. I don't know. I don't know either. But uh, but like I said, there's there's a bunch of different things. There was 52 texts, but some were were the same text. You know, just a little different. Mm-hmm. So it was actually four, 46 separate works. Okay. And um, let's see. Um. And then there's there's a couple different traditions that are found all in this because I always thought it was kind of the same, but you find like Plato's Republic in there, yeah, you know, like or a Hermetic, like there's there's actually there's Asclepius is in there, part of Asclepius, the eighth on the the, the a book that didn't nobody even knew about that is a Hermetic text, the eighth and on the eighth and the ninth, anyway, yeah. So the the first the first of these are Gnostic ones. Okay, and according to what he said, there's uh, there's about eleven books that are actual Gnostic, you know, right along the lines of of what they claim Gnostic. Okay, okay. Um, some of those are the Secret Book of John or the Apocrypha of John, um, the Revelation of Adam, Reality of the Rulers, uh, Holy Book of the Great Invisible Spirit, mm. Gospel of Judas, uh, you know. Um, is the and, Gospel of Judas? Is that in? No, that's not actually. Okay. You're right. Sorry. Oh no, but that that wasn't found till. It was like 2006, or I don't know when it was. It it was published then. I'm not sure when it was found. Yeah, that was found later. But the 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 guy said that the most important of Gnostic, actual true Gnostic, as far as scholars know, is the Apoc- Apoc- Apocalypse of John. Hmm. Or Apocryphon of John, one of did, those. Did two. he say why it was? Just because it's it's the most it explains the whole belief system, you know, about okay. the gods and and how gods came to be and okay. kind of like the creation their creation myth. So it, it's like a good like it's a good it's a good um, accessible way to understand Gnostic, the Gnostic uh, idea. Yeah, because whenever I've heard about the Gnostic. I'm like, this seems confusing, you know, and because yeah. it's like you, you, I mean, the basic thing is that this world is ruled by a bad God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but there is a higher God, the real God. Anyway, so then, and then you're, you just kind of get confused, but yeah, the way that the guy explained it was made it clear. So we're we're going to have to check into that. Anyway, we're not we're not worrying about that today. Right? So this is not a this is not a discourse on gnosticism today. Yeah, today we're going through we're going the simple route. We wanted to go with um oh wait, let me um okay, so 
the first one are the Gnostic ones, and we're going to okay. get into that. Okay. And and just by the way, we don't we're not scholars at all, mm-hmm. and our our opinions are just our opinions about these things. And we just like to like I I think it's interesting just to even be able to read these things and talk about them, and even scholars don't know. That's sure. the thing is that they, you Who know, a lot really of them, we've studied this and blah, blah. And, and they, they know a lot, you know, but they don't, they don't know the people they're, they're, they're going from fragments of things, you know, or books and collections and going off of that. And so. they, and they have their, and they have their, a lot of times they'll have their, um, their wedge issues. Like yeah. They'll have the thing that they're trying to prove in their, yeah in their work. And that's, that's, that's just the way that's just, that's just reality too sure you know but as we have to just go off of what they say you know and then but then also how what we read and what we think that's just you know and and it's and it could be it's wrong you know could be wrong could be right but um okay so you got the the gnostics and then you got the works of the valentinian school Mm. and the valentinian was kind of a like had some elements of gnosticism to it but it was a little different but of course, Arrhenius hated them too. Okay, <laughs> they were her- they were a different school of thought or her- a different heresy, heresies, different heresies. Yeah. So, and then there was uh, oh wait, you turned it over twice. Oh, wait, that's the. And then there was also uh, there was one that put a special emphasis on Didymus Judas Thomas. Okay. This one, the the one we're going to do today, the Gospel of Thomas, actually says, "Oh, these are the words of, or right that that God spoke to. These are the sayings which the living Jesus spoke, and which Didymus Judas Thomas wrote down." We're going to, have to get into who that guy is at another time, because actually, just the other day, or yesterday, when I was listening to the, the lectures again, he had a whole thing on on. Didymus Thomas, what that is, and how he's some kind of twin of yeah, you know these different things. But that's that's for another. I've heard that too. I've read that somewhere. Okay, cool. We'll get into that sometime. So, anyway, so they have a special emphasis, and you'll there's a couple things on Thomas, you know, that are in this, like the well, the Gospel of Tom. Well, um, there's now, a now this is this is the, this is doubting Thomas, right? This is the same Thomas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the brother of Jesus. I just think it's um, as it says in the script in the. I just think it's interesting because if you were to ask most people, like, like who you know, I think everybody knows Thomas as the doubting Thomas. Look, oh, right? Yeah, this is all we know. Yeah, that's that's what it is. He's the guy that that somebody uh, it was like we the Savior's risen. Thomas, like, I don't believe it. And then, uh, you know, I have to see it for myself. That was the whole thing, at least in one of the. Mm-hmm. And so whenever Jesus appears to them, he's like, hey, Thomas, come on. You feel the prince, feel the the yeah. the wound in my side. And now, you know, got it. But so he was disparaged for that. But I mean, I'm saying and he's in, never they've no one's ever let it down either. Dude, I mean, doubting Thomas. Yeah, that's what people know him as. Um, I'm just there's the Gospel of Thomas. The Book of Thomas the Contender. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw another one. 
Um, That'd be cool if there was like a, a Pocky lip. Oh, yeah, there is, there is. There is. There was. Gosh dang it, where is it? I don't believe that there is one. I thought I saw one. Well, there's a couple different books of t- things with Thomas. Um, yeah, I guess Good there's old Thomas. So I guess once he once he got over his doubt, he went out there and taught, right? So maybe maybe knowing isn't that bad of a thing, or maybe gnosis isn't that bad of a thing. Oh, you think? get it? You know, and actually maybe maybe that's oh okay, Brandon. This is all speculation, but maybe that's the reason that that they maybe held up. Okay, this is totally spe- total speculation. Okay, they held up Thomas so high is because. He didn't believe. He knew. No, he had actual gnosis. He was actually was like, no, I'm not just going to believe what you say. Sure. I don't know. Sure, maybe. Sure. And there's one of the sayings in here that will alludes to that too. Okay. So. So anyway, so me, I don't. We maybe there's a, a heresis about Thomas knowing like a school of thought that had him as he had actual knowledge and he wasn't willing to just, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I believe. Yeah, sure. Whatever you say. Well, one of the things is, and what about hey, that Brandon, whole seeing's believing dude, seeing is believing. Thomas said that. Yeah. That's actually Thomas's exact words. So one of the things I know is that, um, Thomas, didn't Thomas go down to India? Isn't that where he went on his? Isn't that where Thomas? You know how the, there's like these traditions of where all the apostles went. I think Thomas went into the, in, into I, India. I don't. I'm not sure. Well, I can't say either way. I think so. I think and we'll get we'll we'll I'll, I'll uh, validate that later. But I, th- I believe if I remember correctly, that's where he went is down into India. And so later on in the as Christianity grew and as it became a state religion and as things started changing, there was different Christian like heresies, right? Schools of thought, schools of thought, different Christian That's schools important of thought. To know that, that whenever somebody says yeah. heresy, it's just a school of thought. It's an idea. Just, yeah. It's just interesting. That's so there's different Christian schools of thought, but only one of them was going to be only one of them was allowed. And they only wanted one of them to survive. Yeah. Right? And so the whole story of doubting Thomas is convenient. Oh, because he probably had this other school of thought somewhere else. Yeah. And so if people associated Gnosticism with Thomas. And Thomas is a doubter. and And they wanted to put it into people's minds that Gnosticism is not good. Mm-hmm. Then they they wanted to prop up Peter and Andrew, right? Yeah, yeah, and that that totally makes yeah okay. So you find the same thing in other. There's a few other books in here, like the Gospel of Mary has some similar things in it going on too. Well, but you, you know, you see that too. And I mean, outside of Christianity, but like Muslim religion, there's the there's the whole thing with the. Uh, I mean, I with the uh, gosh, now I can't even think of their names. The two, the big, the main sects of uh, uh, Sufi and Shiite, the Sunni and Shia, Sunni and Shiite. Yeah, that's just basic on who. So what's Sufi then? 
that's those are, i think that's the, myst- the mystics. mystics the mystics okay but i'm saying the major they divided into major sects and they've been they they fight amongst themselves i don't know what exactly the where the split came but there was a split they they believe the same religion yeah but they don't believe the same religion you know exactly. they have different ideas about it or who the teacher was mm-hmm. who carried it on sure you know or whatever so you you see that kind of split and then christianity you see it now yeah, so I think that I think that that story doubting Thomas is convenient. Yeah, well, I I was just looking over that Elaine Pagels thing this morning, and she was talking about how the book, the secret, the secret gospel of Thomas, or whatever. Yeah, the okay. Beyond Belief or Beyond whatever. Belief, yeah, and uh, oh, I like that. Now, now the the word the title Beyond Belief because Thomas. Needed to know beyond belief. Sure, got it. Was Ooh, searching beyond means belief. a lot more now. Yeah. So, um, but she was talking about kind of almost you know defending like, well, there's all, there's all these different schools of thought in Christianity, and yeah. some maybe were doing things that, and, and but the state saw you know like the the Roman state saw them all as one thing. It's kind of like. Whenever you have like a group of oh, yeah, sure. political people and all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, all these people do this. And it's like, no, we don't. We're not. I'm it's not like, part that, of that. It's like, it's not fair. You can't lump us all together. Yeah, yeah. but they do. And that's the that's the way that this that pe- that human beings do it. So they had to keep on fighting against these ones that were teaching other things, things that they didn't believe. You know, no, you're not. You don't represent us. And eventually, you know, they had to have a you know did away with the one group or the you know groups little by little and then you know and took over but wow so anyway it's it's just interesting because and it almost made it understandable as oh i get it because that's the way societies look at things they're like you know you're you're this one christian group and then but there's this other Christian group that does something else, you know, maybe like it's like the Jewish people, like sure. they there was that group of Jewish people who rebelled. Not all the Jewish people did it, but they all suffered because. Oh, of yeah, it. yeah. You know yeah, what totally. I'm saying? After at 70, uh, they had yeah. rebelled earlier and then the, they um, rebelled again and they were put down after that. That was like, OK, you guys are done. And then later on in down in Egypt, the Jews down there, you know were put down too. So it's just like, and well, or else Nazis or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, it's like stormtroopers. Yeah. You know, all the stormtroopers were all bad guys, even the ones that weren't. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's that one guy. I haven't seen the the... newest ones. I think (laughs) I've seen the first of the newest ones. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it is just saying like that, that's the, and but that's the big problem with societies. And we talk, this goes back to uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson mm, is that society, you can't, it's societies crazy. can't judge people as individuals. No, they, it, you know, they, right. they have to, they look at other societies, you know, and they, 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 it's all collectivized. So collectively. Yeah. Not individually. Yeah. Okay. Got it. What's that from? Collectively and not individually. I know. I'm trying to think what. It's an Easter egg. An Easter egg. I can't. I can't reveal it. Uh. 
was I what is it? I um Oh, okay. I got it now. I can't remember I can't remember the quote either either, but uh Which I'm well pleased speaking to you collectively, not individually. Okay. Yeah. So um hey, should I bust out a drink? Yeah. Are you, are you good? Are you, where's your where's your drink at? I finished it. Oh. Uh, thanks to Damon for going uh to um get us uh strawberry frappuccino strawberry strawberry cream frappuccinos yeah, it's really good. from Starbucks. So, to do our pre-game. So what do you want? One that you've already had before or one that might be new? Surprise me. Was it a surprise? Yeah. Okay. And it better not be a Fentimins or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> watch it is you're like oh, son of a gun we've had two of those now that you you weren't thrilled about right they're interesting the burdock and the burdock yeah, one and then the burdock the, the, the rose hit rose water oh one. gosh that one's a little it was a little like uh, wasteful almost huh that one like it's funny now now i wow what spiced orange ginger hot molly Spiced or okay, so that we I, what I have in my hands, all right, folks, is a fever tree spiced orange ginger ale. Oh, it's ginger ale. I didn't notice that. We'll, so, we'll see what we got. We're gonna have. I'm so happy to find it. I didn't notice that it was ginger ale, not ginger beer. Well, but it's fever tree. That explains why. And my wife tried this already. She liked it. Because it says, well, here's a good thing. And it's a fever tree, so we can trust it. It's not a Canada Dry. <laughs> it says, made with natural flavors, including spicy ginger, spicy ginger, okay, sweet clementine, and cinnamon. Ooh, cinnamon, too. Cinnamon. Here we go. Cinnamon. Oh, yeah. See? It's a little different. If Canada Hey, for a, for a ginger ale, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Oh, there, there's the. I can, I'm I'm picking up a little bit of the orange. Yeah. You know, it's funny that ginger ale is is just weaker. I mean, even Fever Tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, you totally, totally. I wonder what what's the difference? Ginger ale, ginger beer. Same thing between the, L and beer, maybe right? Maybe the the way that it's um filtered. Or something. I don't know. Yeah, big old uh, jang- jangles hair there. Because usually the ginger beer has like a, you know, like a little sediment and stuff. Yeah, like. Yeah, I think it's what it is too. Okay, well, Fever Tree uh, Spice Orange Ginger Ale is all right. It's all right. So here's here's where it might be different. Is it's ginger flavoring. Oh. I believe the Fever Tree ginger beer is not just ginger flavoring. I think it's um. Well, yeah, usually you have I mean, ginger it's, root. It's cloudy. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, it's it's cloudy. With a chance of meatballs, you know. Get it? I get that. I mean, I don't I never. I'm not familiar <laughs> you never with that, read that, that book? story. Is no, but I, I know what it. I've that book it. was awesome. Like the the actual book, the pictures in it were so cool. Oh, cool! I, I, have, remember, to read, I have to look at that. Like whenever we were kids, them reading it to <laughs> us. Oh. Anyway, oh, and the last, the last of the four different things that were found, like yeah. that are included in the Nag Hammadi Library, is Hermetic. Oh yeah, we forgot. We, we talked we forgot about, about that. that. Yeah. So, where were we? Anyway, well, that that's a a little treat, Brandon. 
Well, let's get into the Gospel of Thomas. We chose Gospel of Thomas, I think, because it was accessible, but I think it's a great place to start if you want to get into Gnostic thought. Yeah. Because yeah, you have it's basically a, it's basically a just a list. It's just a one it's just one saying. It's a, they're basically the sayings of Jesus, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind as, of those, as you read earlier, like, as they, spoken to Thomas. Yeah, they always say like Jesus said, Jesus said. Yeah. You know, so it is it's it'll say a short saying, you know, like a parable or whatever. And it's not it's not a story. That's yeah. that's is they call it a gospel, but it's not like the gospels that we the four gospels in the Bible, mm-hmm. which they're they start off at the beginning and they're walking you through, you know, whether he he's born or he come, you know, he he's suddenly going to get his apostles and you know, so they walk you through the whole story until he dies. This one is just sayings of of him, yeah. just broken up into there's not a storyline. I mean, and there there's a theme maybe, but that's just because of these, if not a lot of them, are ones that are that are used and quoted in other of the canonized gospels. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, several of these were like familiar, like oh, I've heard, I've read that before, in gospel, in, in you know, in John or something, or in one of the canonized gospels. Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe kind of remember Thomas Jefferson's Bible, yeah, where he cut out, yeah, he just, he just all put the, the all just the sayings of Jesus, yeah, it's all he cared about, not all, he the cared commentary. all like, the stuff around it, yeah, and so, and and you think about this too, in in the olden days before a printing press, everything had to be handwritten, and it, it wasn't like you didn't have pens, and you know papyrus wasn't like just super readily available so you'd get you'd want to get the core things not all the all the like flowery words of everything you're just like hey how about no kidding you know what i i can afford to pay you this much you know just just write down his the sayings what a priceless collection to be given like hey this doesn't have all the story and all the and all the you know cruft around it it's just the what he said yeah. Hmm. That's an interesting way to look at it. Anyway, I, I, I just love that. Or so, else I heard it somewhere. Is the format we're going to do here is we're not going to read all of them. We're just yeah. going to go over On, ones yeah, that you took note of, right? And I took note of. Yeah, there's over, there's over, uh, there's about, like a, about 80 or 114 different sayings. And the last being the best. Of the 114 sayings, is that what you th- is that what you think? <laughs> it's the funniest. Okay, because I didn't. I don't think I marked the last one. So let me see. It's the one that you're like, what are they? What's going? This. So oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I I didn't mark it, but you know that it's <laughs> no. Anyway, but I did. Um, yeah, so we're just gonna go through. I'm interested to see which ones you marked. Okay, so okay, so you have number. Okay, I have little markings, and I have like, huh. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll we'll even do the questionable ones. But even the ones they even have a few that I didn't mark. Like, here's the thing. Number one, the first one. I don't like. I didn't think anything was profound about it necessarily, but I am. It is a. There's a question on. Okay. It. Okay. Number one. Let's just yeah. say number one. So and he said, 
Is this the only one that it mentions and he said and not Jesus said? Maybe it's because it just now mentioned that Jesus, these are Jesus' words. Yeah. So one says, whoever what? finds the interpretation of these sayings will not experience death. And so it's almost like, you know how in the book of Revelation, how there's that one part that says, and if anybody takes adds to or takes away from these things, mm-hmm. it's almost like that was put in there in respect to the to the written down text, right? Where if these were all sayings that he had this jotted down over time, uh-huh. then did he just add this one to the beginning so that it made you know what I'm saying? Like Oh. Yeah. I Okay, I see what you're, yeah, I see what you're saying. Um so like, here's yeah, all it could the f- have been it could have well well because he wouldn't have said this without without re- without context. So Jesus wouldn't have said one day like they're sitting there like he's sitting on the fishing boat and Jesus looks over at you and says it, or it just whoever happens. finds the interpretation of these sayings will not experience death. Like what? Oh, okay. You know, so he's referring to the everything he's been. You know, what I'm yeah. Saying? Or maybe maybe it's because there's a point where the disciples are like, hey. Why do you keep talking to us in parables? You know, <laughs> good, point, good point. Yeah. And then he's, he tells them, you know, the reason I talk in parables is so that people that have the spirit will understand what I'm saying. The other people that don't won't know, you know, it's, it's, you're not casting your pearls before swine. Do you have your uh, canonized book with you? Yeah. Mark, is it Mark 16? Oh, you actually know where it is. Look at this no, guy. I'm, no, I'm not saying I know where it's at. I'm just that's in the that's in the New Testament. Here, I'm all looking at the Old Testament for it. <laughs> like I believe that's Mark 16. I'm thinking. No, it's not. Dang, Matthew 16. Oh. Wow, you you have some scripture mastery. Well, no, no, no. It's just that I recently came across this. Um, not that recently, I guess. Nope. Okay, not well, that recently. Anyways, <laughs> let's let's find that though. Anyway, so so it would make sense to start off with that in this in this recording. This yeah. may have been a, a pre recorded. You know, that this guy wasn't just writing the book, but this may have been a copy of a copy of a copy, you know, because this is in 300. Yeah. So they would put that at the beginning because it's like, hey, this is the parables. This is what Jesus said about parables, that whoever can actually find the real interpretation of the of the parables will understand his doctrine, you know, and live. So it's a good way to start it. It is a great way. So, yeah, it's probably... It there probably was thought put into um, how he did it. Yeah, you can just leave it. it at that, man. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> friend. Now you got me curious. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, I don't have my um, my notes with me. There's this. You got notes? Well, notes from other places and stuff, but. I think that where I was going is there's this there's this line where someone asks Jesus, "Why do you speak in parables?" and he's like, "Okay, Mar- okay, Matthew thirteen, 
Mark 4, Luke 8, so Matthew 13, 13 through Try 5. Matthew 13. So you're only three chapters off, Brandon. Well, if that's even it, right? You're Matthew, Mark, yeah. It's hard to remember where things are at. Let's see. It's such a big book. Yeah. They condense it down to just his sayings. That's this is the reason that they wrote this. Exactly. Was it, to make I to speak, condense it. Okay. Here. Here we go. I think this is where I know I know where it's at now. Oh now now Brandon's like, oh I know where it is. Oh. But it's later. <laughs> yeah, you really know where it is. Because he mentions perils twice in this chapter. Oh, he does? Yeah. Par- think. Break down the word parables. Parables. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Have you ever heard people do that? They yes. like take a regular yeah, like word. Atonement. At one mint. Yeah. Think about it. It's like, get out of here. But have you ever heard people do that with regular words? There's people who... Be yeah, like, and they don't really mean like... A, yeah, they're like... What is it? Assume? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, I thought you knew exactly where it was, man. I don't. It's okay. We did have um, well, let's the just part read... that you found, right? Well, I just used the Bible dictionary. It was like 13... I speak to them in parables because they seeing see not and hearing hear not, neither do they understand. There you go. Yeah, that's that what, makes that's a what lot he's of sense here. So okay, let's not get hung up on this. We, the whole ep- we're doing our whole episode. Brandon, on this. We're, we're gonna have Brandon going through chapter by chapter. It's right here. I know it. Kind of, but I can't do that right now. Maybe okay. it was in a different part. It might have been. Well, there's a couple. Anyway, so that's what, that's what he's, he explains it right there. Oh, here it is. I found it. Oh, yes. So, and later on, see, this is later on in 34. And then it says, All these things spake Jesus unto the multitude in parables, and without a parable spake he not unto them. So basically everything he said was in a parable, right? A parable. Without a par without a parable spake he not unto them. I like how it, ex- it says the same thing twice. All these things spake Jesus unto the multitude in parables, right? So he spoke everything. Oh yeah, it's even in parables. And then they say, and without a parable spake he not unto them. It's like they it's like that's a redundant sentence. They need to do away with. Yeah, that. they do. They they had enough room to write that. They must have some money. Wasted, wasted some papyrus, <laughs> some papyrus space. They had papyrus money. So as profound as that might as profound as that might have seemed, thirty five is where I wanted to point out though. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, "I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world." See, and that's one of the, but that's one of the reasons that he, wait, don't close that. Okay. That he, he spoke in parables is be, that's where I'm because going here. He with, could, he could reveal secrets. Yes. That's without what, them knowing that they were secrets because as somebody who didn't have that spiritual understanding, they would just hear a good story. Yeah. Nice about seeds or something. Yeah. And we talked about that in past one, I know, but. Um, did we? Yeah, were oh. we? Well, but I'm just saying that. So, 
whosoever we, finds the interpretation and he'd be, and this is obviously, this isn't just like the real interpretation of these shall not experience death, that there's enough in these parables that reveal or will show you the path to eternal life. So yeah, totally. In here, you can find, you can get, you can start on the, this will, this will at least open the door for you, where if you continue to go forward, you'll, you'll, you'll find, you'll find the kingdom or whatever he keeps referring to. Yeah. And you won't experience death. Well, and, and this kind of goes along the lines, actually, now that this makes sense, that one of the things I was listening to in that lecture was on the secret book of James. Yeah. And there's like a new parable in there and stuff. But one of the things that the, whoever wrote the book of secret book of James, um, they said that the parables were the most important. They, there was actually a sect that only wanted to use, only taught the parables and yeah. And let something like, that was the most important thing, not the commentary and everything. Correct. You had to come to the understanding of the parables yourself. And the parables can can be used in different points of life and will mean different things to you. Yeah. It's kind of one of those cool stories that... Like, like uh, oh, yeah. Ralph Waldo Emerson talking at the very beginning of Self-Reliance, how, you know, he was reading uh, the words of some artist and he goes, you know, and then when you... It's interesting how when you're looking, how you'll see things in those in such words and he even said that not that the words were so super profound necessarily they were but that how he how he was looking at them yeah exactly it was what was in here that that made you see it so that was profound there you go they open it up and that's in the you know with a a whole thing like hey these are a bunch of sayings and guess what these are important and you if you really look into them And half of these, I'm Yo. like, oh, that's kind of lame. But, <laughs> but the thing is, it's like, is it? Hey, hey that just like shows my, that just shows my um, image, my mental. You're, you're, you know what? Yeah, that you're you're looking, you're like a swine, like <laughs> sniffing at this little white ball. You know, that's not food. Yeah, that's not. That's a pearl, Brandon. How dare you? <laughs> okay. So, okay. So the first, the first one I have marked is. Uh, Jesus, number two, Jesus said, let him who seeks continue seeking until he finds. When he finds, he will become troubled. I like that part. When he becomes troubled, he will be astonished and he will rule over the all. I I like this because it's a different, like usually whenever you think of he who seeks and finds and when he finds, he will know peace. You know, or whatever. Sure. It's like, no, this isn't the way Jesus teaches. He's like, whenever you find the truth to find out, you're going to be troubled. You're going to be like no. looking around. You're going to be like, look at the world and be like, oh my gosh, this is not what it seemed like the whole time. So you become troubled. Why didn't I take the, why didn't I why take, take the blue, the blue pill? pill? Yeah. yeah. I know you're asking, <laughs> why didn't I take the blue pill? <laughs> but it's, it's like that. Sure. You know that, but, but the, tr- the, this the trouble be the being troubled leads you to be astonished and kind of and be able to overcome that's a good one that i did not mark because i knew that you would probably no it's a good one especially especially the line troubled when i when i read that i'm like oh yeah this is good 
Yeah, it's like because usually whenever people who you just think of it, it, it's like almost turns the whole thing on its head, you know, like I just found complete peace. It's like, no, you don't become it's not peace that he that he I mean, that comes that's good, eventually. That's a good point. man. But it's not peace. It's just like then all of a sudden you realize you look around like especially in the Gnostic ideas, like you're like, holy crap, it's all a lie, sure. <laughs> you know? Like the world is a lie. Sure. Like it's, this is all this stuff. Anyway. Deep, man. That's deep. So. Well, it makes it, it's a good point of view when people talk about like, oh, I, I immediately found peace with it. It's like, because I, I don't want to like be burning down any bridges with that right now. But well, the thing is like, it's a good point. It's like, then maybe you're not seeing what's actually there. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe there, once you, you're, the piece is is you know you're you're like okay well this is just the way it is too it's exactly there's you, you can know have but peace. i'm just saying you but have... i like the wording of being troubled it's like whoa that's it's different good. yeah yeah you know and then and then the tr- the it's kind of like you seek you know you're gonna find then you become troubled then astonished and by that the astonished i don't know what the you know but then the troubling leads to being as like astonished and just overwhelmed, like, but with, I don't know. Um, but then eventually you will rule all, you know, you'll overcome it. So you eventually do rule over all, but first you have to realize what it is, I guess. Sure. So it's a different way of looking at it than just like, I don't know. I like the process. Is so, um three is sense. number three too quick to jump into? I I had three also. Did you? So you can read that. Yeah. That's, okay. That's, yeah. I the so, first couple actually the first the I got one I got two three five and six so okay and then the other pages I kind of well I didn't mark any of them until six yeah but I mean I but yeah, that, three, that mean they're not three. good though um three is if those who lead you who say to this, you. Though? Jesus said, "Oh, yeah. Not just me. This is not just me, or not. This is not Thomas. Yeah, just... If those who lead you say to you, see the kingdom is in the sky, oh, then yeah. the birds of the sky will precede you. If they say to you, it is in the sea, then the fish will precede you. Rather, the kingdom is inside of you, and it is inside of you. Outside, and and it is outside of you. Thank you. When you come to know yourselves, then you will become known, and you will realize that it is you who are the sons of the living Father." But if you will not know yourselves, you dwell in poverty, and it is you who are that poverty. Yeah. I like how it starts off with people leading you, and they're, all, they're oh, the, you know, the it's in the sky. The mm-hmm. kingdom of heaven is, is up there. And it's like, you know what? If that's true, the birds already beat you up there. Exactly. Oh, no, the kingdom of God's over there, down there in the sea, you know? Well, you that you know the the fish are already there and they've already beat you to it and it's like dude people you know they're say, people are always saying when we get to this point when we do this thing when we get up there when we go down there when this is done or whatever the that's when the kingdom of god's going to happen you know but then he says goes on to say the kingdom of god is inside you 
and it is outside of you. Dude, the kingdom of God's right around you. It's not over yeah, there. Yeah. It's not down, you know. It's another Ralph. Another Ralph thing. Are we finding that Ralph was like a Gnostic almost? Just like a non like how how could Ralph have known? <laughs> how could he? The Gnostic got the Nag Hammadi library was discovered till the nineteen forties. No, you're Brian. right. You're right. But he does talk a lot about that. Just look inside. Yeah. Well, I'm, I think there. Yeah, I mean. So I'm reading this book right now, the Wim Hof method, and he tells a story where there's these. God, I'm, I'm I'm slaughtering this. I'll just paraphrase it. There's these gods that are trying to keep um, man from becoming God, right? From being too strong. Uh huh. So they. That's, that's one of the part of the Gnostic thing. That's yeah. Part of their. And so what they do is they want to keep man from from finding what man needs to find. So yeah. they say. Like we'll 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 send it across the sea, and they're like no men will build boats and they'll go find it, and they're like well we'll put it into the deepest forest like no they'll, you know they'll build tools and they can get into them or all these things and stuff. And he goes well we'll send it to the bottom of the ocean. No they'll build ships and they'll get down there, or you know we'll send it out into space, you know we'll send it out into the universe and the galaxy. And like no they'll build spaceships and they'll go find it. And then they said oh I got and then one wise one gets up and goes. We'll put it inside of man. Oh, I like that. I thought it'll never find it. It'll never find it there. Or else we'll put it in the Constitution of the United States. (laughs) They'll never find it. (laughs) Oh man, that's fun. No, I like that. Yeah. And what? So, what is the conclusion? Then they'll never find it there. Exactly. Yeah. That's That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. That I like that. It reminded me of uh, number three when I was reading number three. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of a. No, that's that's yeah. that's a cool story. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, you give these stories, and like they're profound. And I mean, that's not a parable no. necessarily, yeah, it's a but story. Yeah. it's a cool. That's that's a really good one. Yeah, because yeah. how many people, all the world's explored, you know, is being explored, and and but what people have right inside them, they're not. They don't look look sure. at. And even in Ralph Waldo's words, like when he talks about traveling. And stuff like even what's around you, like what's around you too. Not even not just inside, but what's just like what's right here. Yeah. Like this like the stream on your property or you know, the, the Yeah, tra- we're always looking out. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, the traveling. Yeah, exactly. Foreign countries and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're always looking out and we're not satisfied or not not even not satisfied, just not curious with sure. what what's what we have. Yeah, yeah. It's always it's, it's we have this we have this problem where we're always looking outside somewhere else so it says yeah when you come to know yourselves you will then become known and you will realize that it is you who are the sons of the living father it's not it's right there it's not somebody else or you know that it's actually hey you you're it yep but if you are if you will not know yourselves you dwell in poverty and not only are you in poverty, you are the poverty. You are what you eat. Ouch. All right. Dude, I had a thing. Oh, I don't have the book with me. It was Elaine Pagel's quote. It was just a short, but whatever. It was about kind of like not God not being outside 
something like along hmm. the lines that you're talking about here. Yeah. That's cool. I like it. I really like that story. You launch it into space. They'll build spaceships, man. Yeah, I, I slaughtered so, the story, but no, that's a paraphrase of it, though. Yeah. No, but I, that's cool. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? We're going to put it right in his heart. We'll never find it there. Yeah, and it's yeah. true. Most people don't. So, okay, um, the next one. Okay, I'll read five. Go for that's it. the next one I have. Um, Jesus said, hmm. recognize what is in your sight and that which is hidden from you will become plain to you for there is nothing hidden which will not become manifest okay why did i mark that it's cool yeah because now i'm like well what, what recognize what oh don't look past i don't know maybe it's just kind of don't look past things like yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. are you paying attention? Like the thing, one of the main thing that the brain does is it it has a whole process that it's gone through where you you're looking things that you keep on seeing it just skips over. Sure, it's already it already has that in there. Yeah, it's already processed it. But whenever remember when you were a kid and you'd look at something like a tree or just the bark or something, or watch a bug, sure, just crawling and be like just watching it and like whoa you know yeah like holy you know like we're not recognizing what's actually just in our own sight we're our 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 minds have been programmed uh to overlook those things yes i mean especially as we get older yeah 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 we're overlooking like the what it's like with a on on a nice day i remember when i was a kid watching the sunset and you know and just all the colors you know with the clouds and everything would be so cool i bet it was beautiful mark and now i see i sometimes i'm still like oh that's really neat you know but i won't take the time i do i would when i was a kid to really like whoa yep brand that's good yeah so okay that's maybe that's why i watched it just don't maybe sometimes Actually, use your eyes and look, and don't look past. And he says the the uh, that which is hidden from you will become plain. Anyway, whatever. That's me trying to get something out of it. It was Brandon. Profound. Can you hit me up with another soda? Yeah. Which one do you want? The other, whatever. Yeah, the other, other th- one was one we've already had. That's fine. Okay. The Bundaberg. Bundaberg. Little guys, dude. Little guys. Brandon's like... Australian for ginger beer. Did you... Is your new house a tiny house or something? (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly everything Brandon has is tiny. Like those are little seven ounce bottles. Yeah, yeah. This is a 6.8 fluid ounce can. Brandon's living in a tiny house. I... Yep, I... uh... I appreciate the small things in life. <laughs> it's the little things, literally. <laughs> okay, this one's got the full. This one's full. Uh... <clears throat> oh, Bundaberg. It's Australian for ginger beer. Hey, we should start that. We're at Bundaberg. If you want to be a sponsor, yep. we got a new thing. It's Australian for ginger beer. <laughs> we'll happily. We'll happily drink Bundaberg on on this. 
Did the jars that we had we had jars one time, right? Do those taste a little bit different? No, this is this Bundaberg is, is the Bundaberg. Yeah, this is the Bundaberg flavor. Mm-hmm. Brandon Bundaberg, it's all right. Okay, Bundaberg, maybe maybe we can't be here. We can't have you sponsor us. We might have just ruined it for you. So, last, but it is Australian for ginger. Beer. It is Australian. It's not. It's not your cock and bull. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's just. I mean, it's got a. Well, this. This just proves that not all ginger beers are created equal. Well, our last episode proved that pretty good too. Well, but that was a ginger ale. Just to oh, let you know. That's right. And so is this lot. So is that. So is the fever tree. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, like I just like that really gingery taste. Yep. Yeah. I've always thought as a Marianne guy, but I'm a ginger. Yeah. Not everything's a cock and bull. Oh, by the way, Marianne just passed. From Gilligan's Island? Mm-hmm. She just passed? Yep, about a week ago. Oh. Bless her soul. So, she was she was my the girl of my choice on that island. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't Ginger. Ginger was just too, like, yeah. like dramatic. Yeah. I think... Marianne was just kind of like hometown girl, you know, but yeah. super cute. Oh man, yeah. Ginger, ginger, ginger was where was like the um, what is it like the ruse? Like everybody's like, oh, ginger, ginger. No, Marianne and Marianne, Marianne had a good um setup there, right? She was never the attention. Yeah, you know, ginger took all the attention. Yeah, remember Skipper always like. You know, like when oh. Ginger would walk oh, by. Oh, hi, Ginger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's people that were more Mrs. Howells. I bet. Like, you know, Marianne, Ginger. Okay, but Mrs. Howell. That's that's what confused me when you said uh, Ginger was, or you said Marianne was, was the, was the girl of my choice on the island. Whatever you said. Yeah. How you say it. I, I forgot all Mr. Mrs. Howell existed. I'm like, well, she well, was just, never just the two. But. She was, yeah. Just how dare you, Brandon? That's ageism. <laughs> but ageism. no, you know why? You know why he? You didn't even think about Mrs. Howell because she was a married woman. Yes, wasn't an option. That's right. <laughs> one man, one woman. <laughs> okay, now number six. Okay, his disciples questioned him and said to him. It's another one that didn't start off with Jesus said. But anyways, do you want us to fast? Question mark. How shall we pray? Oh, yeah. You know, shall we give alms? What diet shall we observe? And Jesus said, do not tell lies and do not do what you hate. For all things are plain in the sight of heaven. For nothing hidden will not become manifest and nothing covered will remain without being uncovered. So the big question is, is he actually answering the question? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I, and, yeah, and that's but why it's just I, kind of like, hey, but they're but like the Pharisees or something. Like, okay, the, you know, you've got or just your standard religion. Yeah. Okay, how do we pray? You know, how do we fast? Do we give to the poor? You know, and then Jesus, what diet shall we observe? Yep. It's like those are all outward. And, those are all outward things. 
yeah, Jesus is like, I just he totally like dismisses those things almost. And that's why I, that's why I marked this one as like that. Yeah, this is really this is really neat because the way he answers is do not tell lies, you know, and don't do what you hate. Yeah, it's like hey, you probably if you don't want to fast, guess what? Don't freaking fast, man. You don't you 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 don't like lima beans, yeah, or whatever. Don't eat lima beans. You like pork? Eat pork. Eat pork. Have a side of bacon. <laughs> no, but the, yeah, this is like they're worried about these outward things, like you said. And he's like, "Hey, first off, don't lie, and don't do stupid stuff that you don't like to do." You know, why do you have to sit there and contort yourself? The whole scripture where he's talking about how the Pharisees and stuff, they go about fasting and they throw dirt on their face and they're all like, I'm so hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, and it's like, you know what? They got their reward because they're, they're out there. They're not doing the fasting and doing these things or even the guys that are like, here I am. I'm going to throw, you know, a thousand rubles or whatever, yeah, yeah. you know, into the the thing for the widow or for the poor. And then all of a sudden the widow comes up and and she just kind of like drops it in. And Jesus is like, dude, that's her last thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. They got what they want. Those people wanted. They weren't looking to be. They weren't looking for God to go. Oh, he's figured it out. They're looking for people that say, oh, look at him. Yeah. You know, and so. like, Yeah, they, they, and then Jesus is like, well, but the, all these things that you're asking about, about fasting, praying, alms, diet, what's that have to do with the inside, you know, or what's exactly. in you? And don't do what you hate. It's like, that's, 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 that's like Ralph Waldo Emerson. Yeah. Serious. It's yeah, like, it is. dude, you know, do, the society causes makes you do things that you don't even want to freaking do. Yep. You don't want to get up in the job to go to, or in the morning to go to your job. Don't do it, man. So yeah. Um, but I'm there every day working. So, well, but the thing is, is like, and that's what, that's what the original question is, is how do we do this? How do this? Like, how about you, you, you do, you figure it out. You figure that out. You do what you yeah, want. Cause he says, all and these uh, uh, do, do for all these things are plain in the sight of heaven. Nothing hidden will become manifest, and nothing covered will remain without being uncovered. So he's like, "You'll figure it out." You know what? You do you 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 live an honest life. You do what you think is right. You follow the the things that I'm talking about. You know, just the basic principles. Yeah. And all this stuff is going to be, you're eventually, you'll probably do things a certain way. And that's just the, you know, and you figure it out. That's two verses. That's two of these sayings in a row where he mentions nothing will become, nothing, everything hidden will become manifest. Right? Yeah. So for there is nothing hidden, which will not become manifest. And nothing hidden will not become manifest. Exact words. And nothing covered will remain without being uncovered. There you go. Hey, don't worry about it. It's all you're going to And so I think that's and when I I think my higher my higher interpretation of that is when we're trying to figure out like, well, what do we do? It's like, hey, God knows everything. It doesn't matter like 
just As can't two fool. Plus, you can't fool he him. Two plus two. He can't. Yeah, he exactly. Two plus four. You can't fool God. So it's not about what your actions are. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about your, where your heart is. I think a lot of times, like, like if you're starting into like a new hobby or whatever, you go out and you get all the gear. Yeah, totally. You're like a larper. You know. Oh. A live action role player. Yeah. You're go you, out and get all your cool like jewelry. Your yeah, you're like okay, so you're robes say, and stuff. You become a bike. You become a road biker. So then yeah. all of a sudden. You got the spandex thing, shorts, you got the bike pedals, you know, you got the special socks, yep. the helmet, the probably some kind of weird athletic glass, you know, yep. sunglasses, you got water bottles, you got goo, that goo stuff that you, that's like a, you know what I'm talking no. about? No. It's like, <laughs> it's some kind of thing to give you energy. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, you get the, you get the cycle, you get all this stuff yeah. and all of a sudden it's like. $10,000 later. Yeah. And... But what are you doing? You're getting on a bike and pedaling. Sure. It's like, that's the main thing. Guess what? All that, the gear and stuff. It's just, it's, it, it doesn't, it takes away from the actual thing that you're doing. The real thing. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I just thought that's write that down. The gospel of Mark, the real Mark <laughs> in the real gospel of Mark. The parable of the road biker. <laughs> oh yeah, you generations the... in the future they'll be like, "What is the goo? How do we translate goo?" Yeah, they're <laughs> so anyway. That's that's a good one though. Um. Okay, so you have number eight, Mark. Yeah, Jesus, and he said, "The man is like a wise fisherman who cast his net into the sea and drew it up from the sea full of small fish." So he drew up a bunch of small fish. Among them, the wise fisherman found a fine fish. A fine, large fish. He threw all the small fish back into the sea and chose the large fish without difficulty. You know? Uh-huh. I find my... And I, I, I marked that because I'm like, yeah, there's so many things to do. I'm I'm, I'm, sca- I'm off. Are you I'm screwing so around scattered. with small fish? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm always scattered about what's more important. What do I do first? How do I do this? What's next? Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, just do the best thing. Do Like, get that big fish. Yeah. You know, why are you letting, yeah, could, why would he, why would this guy screw around with all these little fishies, you know, when he's got the catch of the day, man? Yeah, and just get on your bike and get on the, get on the road. Just Don't worry bike, about all the bike goo naked. and the, yeah, bike. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, be, you don't need all the, you don't naked. need all this stuff. Anyway, but th- that reminds me of the, because the, that one, I think that one's in the Bible. There's another one that's kind of similar to that in this one. This one's in the Bible? The yeah. fisherman one? Oh. Yeah, which of you would not... Um, it shows how unversed I am sometimes in the Bible. It's it, There's another one here that talks about uh, the, the sheep, of the 99 sheep. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one. Um, I probably didn't mark it. Anyway, it's similar to this where, like... It kind of it kind of is surprising because there's that the one in the Bible where he talks about going after the sheep and you know yeah but in this one okay the kingdom is like a shepherd who had a hundred sheep this is one oh seven one of them the largest went astray okay and he left the ninety nine and looked for the one until he found it 
And when he had gone to such trouble, he said to the sheep, I care for you more than the 99. Yeah. It's kind of a different last, end. Yeah. It adds that last, uh, where it's like, wait, because almost... I mean, in the Bible, he's like all hat, you know, he rejoices because he found the sheep, mm-hmm. but there was no concept of it being greater than the other sheep. Yeah. This big old sheep. It was, in fact, it's so those, these two, these two different parables of the sheep, right? They have different meanings. Yeah. One of them is everything is good. You go after everything. Yeah. The this one's one, going after the big boy. Yeah. Like, I'm going to catch the big fish. I'm going to get that big, the big sheep. So it's like, it's interpret, hmm. or hey, uh, Maybe there are some, there's not everything's, per, you know, you go after the things that are important. Good. I guess. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. No, I, didn't that no- that I, was, I didn't notice that, that different ending in this one. Well, I, one. Yeah, I just remember he's a big sheep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The big horn sheep. So anyway, that's interesting that those, that's not one I had marked, but it goes with this one. There's a few that actually go together or are the same. Yes. So my huh question mark one is the disciples. It's verse it's twelve. The disciples said to Jesus, "We know that you will depart from us. Who is to be our leader?" Jesus said to them, "Wherever you are, you are to go to James the righteous, for whose sake heaven and earth came into being." I was like, "All right." <laughs> hmm. Oh, that's in. I don't know. Yeah, that's why. Well, I was... James is the. Okay, I don't want to, but. Good point. There's stuff where maybe we'll have to get into James next. James is is kind of like as the twin, is just the other half of Jesus. Kind of anyway. I don't know. <laughs> there are some ones that are mysterious that you're just like I don't know, like and that we don't we don't know because we don't Ooh, know. This what? is deep. What. I got. I figured it out. Twelve. Figured it out. Twelve. Yep, it's a good okay. one. Okay. So the disciples said to Jesus, "We know that you'll depart from us. Who is to be our leader?" Jesus said to them, "Wherever you are, you are to go to James the Righteous, for whose sake heaven and earth came into being." So it's kind of like different level. So this is a Gnostic text, right? Yeah. Okay. This is a different level. When so basically, there's. We'll get into this later on a different verse. I think that I think I marked it, but there's this concept of Thomas, especially. Um, well, let's, let's, where's the one that Thomas, where Jesus, where Thomas? Um, let's see here. There's one where um, Thomas said, uh, "Master," and he goes, "No, Thomas, I'm not your master." Do you remember oh, that's that one? the next one? Is it? Compare me to. To someone and tell me who I'm like. Simon Peter says, you are like a righteous angel. Matthew said to him, you are like a wise philosopher. Thomas said to him, master, my mouth is wholly incapable of saying who you are like. And then Jesus says, I am not your master. He's talking to Peter because you have drunk and you have become intoxicated from the bubbling spring, which I have measured out. And he took and withdrew and told him three things. 
when Thomas returned, so he told Thomas this, when Thomas returned to his companions, they asked him, what did Jesus say to you? Thomas said to them, if I tell you one of the things which he told me, you will pick up stones and will throw them at me. A fire will come out of the stones and burn you up. Yeah. So what now? Now, so, okay. Because now, now it even makes more sense since they're oh right my gosh, next Brent, to each that other. That actually made more sense. Hey, can you give me a soda? Which one do you I want? Need, I, need, I, need, I need some ginger. I need a... Cock and bowl? A cock and bowl or a... Or, or, or a goslings. Is there any goslings in here? Oh, maybe there's not. Yeah. Oh, they are. I thought they were, I thought they were diet DPs. Yeah, give me my choice. You know I'm a goslings guy. Yeah, we know that now. We had that taste test. <laughs> I'm a goslings guy. Always have been. Always have been. This is okay. going to be awesome. This is going to be awesome because Brandon's going to do it right in front yeah, of us. Yeah. Put these together. Okay. So, um, it makes a lot more sense now that... So, what happened was... this. Skip verse 12 for now and go to 13. Okay. Why did Jesus say, I'm not your master, to Thomas? I mean, Simon Peter said, you are like a righteous angel. Matthew said, you're like a wise philosopher. And then Thomas said, master, right? He said, call them master. And so Jesus said, oh. I am not your master. Oh, he said that to Thomas. Yeah. Jesus said, I am not your master because you have drunk or have become intoxicated from the bubbling spring, which I have measured out. And then he says, um, Oh, so Jesus is saying, Hey man, dude, I'm not even, I'm just here to teach you. Is that what he's saying? Yeah. You're, you're becoming drunk on my words. Okay. You've well, he, okay. He, maybe not. <laughs> you're like, Whoa. whoa. Well, no, yeah, I better I, stop. Cause I don't know where are you going. Jesus is saying is like, Hey, I'm only your master to a certain point. You've gotten to the point where I'm no longer your man. You don't have to look to me anymore. Okay. You have a high, there's a, now there's a, there's a different path for you. Right. He took him. Okay. He, because, and so he took him, because he takes, he, he takes him out and, and tells him a few things and three things, three, three things, things, but he can't really, really you know reveal. He told him. What do you say? That he held up a mirror. He says, who do you see, man? <laughs> he says, that's right. He says, Thomas, that's right. You are Thomas. Those are the, you are Thomas. Those are the three things he told him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you forget it, buddy. <laughs> so here's the thing. Now we go back to this. 12, when the disciples said to Jesus, we know that you'll depart from us. Who would be our leader? Okay. So after Jesus, who do they look to? After Jesus, who do they look to? And he says, okay. hey, look into James, the righteous. Right, so there is apparently, and I only know this because you mentioned this to me. Oh, I did. Yeah, there's a there's other Gnostic texts. There is there is like there is a secret book of James, right? Yeah, yeah, there's a... which is supposed to have like more stuff in it. Oh, wait, it wasn't that the thing I. Yeah. So secret all... book of James. So what I'm saying is, I think that Jesus is basically like kind of like. Kind of like um, Hermes, the thrice great, told his son Tat, like, hey, I've gotten to this level, and you're not there yet. Yeah. Right? 
I'm 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 seeing between the lines here that there's a level that Jesus is at, and that he considers Thomas to be there. Okay, but no, what about gnosis. James? Gnosis. Well, maybe this is a this is a hint to the readers of the Gnostic texts. The next level you'll find in James. Is right? You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, so you're saying Thomas is at one level, James is at an. I'm not saying that James oh, is. Oh, anyway. I'm saying the writings Maybe of I'm it. taking it. I'm saying oh, okay. the Gnostic writings. Oh, so you're... Okay. You know, I don't know. I don't know either. I might have went off on that for longer than I needed to. But that's what, I, that's what I'm starting to see between the lines is that... Um, I don't know what's in... I don't know what he refers to by James. But I think that he's referring to a different... Like, hey, I only, I only take... I'm, my parables are only going to take you to this point. From there on, yeah. But who is the brother of Jesus, according to the? Was it James? Yeah, there right? is a. I think there's two Jameses. That's the problem. I know, but I'm saying one of the yes, James. One of them is supposed to be yeah the brother of Jesus. Correct. Okay, now, I, actually, I don't want to. Yeah, you want to speculate more? But no, well, I just don't know enough. I'm, and I'm to in the be same like, place because yeah. I was like because he was. They considered James and Thomas were twins. Twin Thomas Didymus. Didymus yeah. means twin. Yeah. Anyway, I okay. I don't. I'm not. I'm going into depth that I do not know. So I better just. Okay. That was anyway, a good one. that was a good one, huh? So, so what are you? But what are you saying about the 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 huh that you you figured out maybe. I have a hunch now that it's like a cryptic message for those looking for what to do for those who are looking for what's beyond this. Okay. And I don't, I don't think I have mm -hmm. the intelligence to interpret it. Or I don't know the history well enough to interpret it. I just don't think it's a, I don't think it's a dead. Hey, that's why you wrote, huh? Exactly. It is it's why. still an open question well, alone. It's like, who's to be a leader. Oh, look at James. It's like, Oh, Okay. Take up. Well, yeah, maybe that's just what he's saying. Sure. But then, then, then there's the phrase at the end: "Who's the whole reason the Earth world came into creation?" Exactly. There's and more to it of, than that. Who, for whose sake heaven and earth came into being? It's like what? What does that mean? Who knows? Yeah. So I think there's a hidden but message. I, there. I do like that you brought up though. Went into the next one because Jesus goes and tells him a couple things, and they're like, "Dude, what did he tell you?" And he's like, "You know what?" If you, if I told you what he told me, you'd want to kill me. Like it might, if you take it as blasphemy, basically, because what it, what it, what's you would stone me. That's sure. what picking up rocks. Yeah, so exactly. what do you get stoned for? Probably for blasphemy. You know, I, I, I doubt he. Oh, good point. Yeah. You know, told him to go commit a, or adultery or something. Or no, you it know, was something that wasn't. It's like you wouldn't even believe it, and maybe, maybe it was that, be because at the time they were still Jewish. That guess what, the God of the Old Testament is the worst. Yeah, yeah, something like <laughs> something like, horrible. They're like, kill him, <laughs> you know, or whatever, you yeah. know, something. I don't know, but anyway, but the, and he's like, you know, what? and if you did that, this, this out of the stones that you threw me, fire would come out and kill you. So, because I, you know, I've been told something profound and deep. 
that exactly. you wouldn't even begin to understand that that I that yeah your ears are not ready to hear so yeah yeah good point i like that all right i marked if, 14 but we already talked about it quite a bit it's basically if you fast you'll give rise a sin for yourselves if you pray you'll be condemned and if you give alms you'll do harm to your spirits when you go to any land and walk about in the districts if they receive you eat what they will set before you and heal the sick amongst them I kind of see it as being invisible, right? Like, don't like do it for the to the for the image of it. For what goes into oh, your mouth okay. will not defile you, but that which issues from your mouth, it is that which will defile. It's you. almost like he's he's. It's almost like he's saying, "Don't do any of these things because, like yeah. the fasting, the praying." And we had that a few verses ago, right? But, like, which yeah, we, and you know, and you'd be like, "What? Why wouldn't you do? You know, you're not going to give to the poor and stuff." And maybe he's talking about it in a deeper level, like, you know, do it because you want to do it. And because even, then he goes, hey, whenever you go out and, and teach, when you go into any land and walk, you know, and they're going to give you things, you just eat it because yeah, like we they're, they're given to you. It's like, don't you guys are getting caught up on all these, like, on all this protocol. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what, that's not what, that's not what we should be focusing on here. Yeah. Well, actually, okay, so you have the fasting here, the praying, and the alms, which they talked about in the previous. Mm -hmm. But the other thing that he doesn't exactly address is diet. diet, But what he does address it, he says, when you go to any land and walk in the districts, if they receive you, eat what they place before you. They give you you a lobster platter. You know, you got, they give, you know, you eat it because guess what? They gave it to you. It doesn't matter what you eat. This, this addresses back the other one. Sure. Yeah. Again. Holy moly. Brandon. Deep. That's cool. Yeah. So he's, yeah, he's like, don't worry about that stuff so much. But if, if you have a little extra money, you know, you want to, you know, you can get, but, but don't give it to give it. Don't give it just because you're obligated. You feel obligated. That's another out of the kind, that's another kindness Waldo of your, of your thing. heart. Are yeah. they my poor? Yeah. He's like, what, <laughs> dude, Ralph? You know, the the if if I did my Nag Hammadi library, the Gospel of Thomas, and then right in between the Gospel of Thomas and the Gospel of Philip, would be self reliance. <laughs> yeah. So the. Break open an earthen jar and, or break open the. Yeah, you'll have it. That'd be funny if ours, like if they broke open one of the stuff we've talked about, it'd have like like the Pomandries, uh, self reliance. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then there's scattered some Greek, uh, Stoic stuff in there. <laughs> All kinds of weirds. The first book of Adam and Eve. Anyway. So, okay, that one actually goes with it. That's cool. That's actually, that's what I'm saying. Actually, if somebody should do something like this, like, like where you go through and you connect, you can connect a lot of these together where they actually clarify what the other one says. Yeah, you're right. They don't, they, and they're not necessarily put next to each other in order in this, but. So, um, I, you see, you have another one. How, what's going on? Just checking the time. 
130. How long have we been recording? 130. One hour, an hour and 30. Well, I know, but you were recording for a while before. Oh, right? you're right. So we're probably, about an, we're probably about an hour and 10. Yeah, let's keep going because I don't have that much, Mark. Yeah. What do you have? I have 18. 17. Okay, go for 17. Jesus said, I shall give you what no eye has seen and what no ear has heard and what no hand has touched and what has never occurred to the human mind. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. So, what has never occurred to the human mind? I was trying to think of what it could be, but it probably has never occurred. It's that deep thing inside of you that you don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, don't think about it because it's not going to occur to you. No, but it's like I'm giving you something outside of anything that you could ever touch or whatever and that you've ever thought. Yeah, so that's a very short way of saying the kind of the the um the the thesis of all of these is like hey it's in you yeah a lot of it yeah yeah it's like i mean it's within you but it's even deeper than anything you've ever gone anywhere you've gone yeah so i no i have seen it no ear has heard it no hand has touched it and no one's thought it at least on their own yeah so he's gonna get but he can give it he'll give it to you nice you got 18 marked yeah the disciples, the disciples said to Jesus, "Tell us how our end will be." Jesus said, "Have you discovered then the beginning, that you have that you look for the end? For where the beginning is, there will be the end, or there there the end will be. Mm-hmm. Blessed he who ha- who will take his place in the beginning. He will know the end and will not experience death." So, the what do you think about this one? Um, going back to the Ralph Waldo Emerson analogy we made or like reference we made, it's like, we're always looking for like, what's going to, what's happening in the future Mm -hmm. or, you know, and it's like, Hey, we need to, when we already, you know, it's like, Hey, you don't even know, you don't even, you don't even know the beginning. Yeah. You're trying to find the end. Yeah. And you don't even understand the beginning. If you understand the beginning, then you learn, if you understand the beginning, then you'll understand the end, you know? You know what is above is below. Like you don't, you'll never get to the end. So go to, look in the past or the beginning, or look, look, look at least look now probably too. Which is not what he said, but that's how, that's how I took it. Is another another reference to yeah. Well, you're trying to find something that you can't get to. Yeah, you're asking about the end. Yeah, you don't know the beginning, and you maybe maybe implied like you said, you're not even paying attention to the present either. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the present's a gift. Or wait, this that's why they call it the present? Or, yeah, uh, yeah, the get it. Gift. <laughs> anyway, but also, if you know the beginning of the Gnostic, the whole Gnostic thing is it starts with the mind of, of God, right? Yeah. And that's where we come from. That's in the Bible, too, yeah. that we're... You know, that in the beginning, God. So if you know the beginning, that's where your end is, too. You're reunited with God. Yeah, so... It's your basic, you know... Yeah, your beginning's your end. Your end's your beginning. It's all all relevant, and you're... I think that's the... That's what a lot of these... A lot of these verses... A lot of these sayings and stuff have this... um, This context of where you get the feeling where... it's, it's, It's almost like... We as humans, right? We, it's so easy for us, like, oh yeah, I'm there, man. What's next? Yeah, 
moving on. Yeah, like okay, I got it. I, I have I've that got problem. It. I've got it. I've got I'm it. I'm looking. Next? Yeah, I'm always looking forward to what the results are going to be, you know, and not being yeah paying attention to what I'm doing now or you know kind of skipping uh, ahead like yeah like the person who buys all the gear and everything you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're already acting like you're the thing yeah. and you have any you know you look the part but I don't know if that goes with this necessarily but what else you got I got 22 what do you I don't have I my next one is 26 okay. I will say though that when I read because of the book the this book has like these verse it has the these numbers, yeah, which right? is weird. Yeah, does yours do that? Yeah, yeah. So when I read the verse twenty one, I read it says he said they're like thirty seven children who have settled in the field. Thirty <laughs> seven. They are like thirty, like thirty. Why did he pick thirty seven? That'd yeah. be funny if we went off on a whole thing that wasn't even part of the text. It was just their numbering system. Maybe that's the page number. I don't know. Exactly, I don't know either because it's not the verse. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I want to read this one because this one's which one do you have twenty two. Yeah, it's huge. Well, and it's kind of like I don't get what it means. Oh yeah, yeah, but I do. Okay, Jesus. Okay, I figured it out on the way here. Jesus saw. Oh wow, Brent. <laughs> okay, Jesus saw infants being suckled. He said to his disciples, "These infants being suckled are like those who enter the kingdom." And they said to him, "Shall." We then, as children, enter the kingdom. Of course. They're taking them literally. Jesus said to them, When you go to one, and when you make the inside like the outside, and the outside like the inside, and the above like the below, and when you make the male and the female one, and the same, so that the male not be male, nor the female female, and when you fashion eyes in place of an eye, and a hand in place of a hand, and a foot in place of a foot, and a likeness in place of a likeness, then you will enter the kingdom. So about the whole hand and the likeness, the likeness, fashioning a hand, where like a hand and a and a uh, eye, like an eye and stuff. Yeah, I didn't understand. I don't. I didn't get that at all. Okay, well, tell me um, about this. But the whole, but the whole when you make the two one. It clicked when I was driving out to your house today. Okay. Um, it has to do. I have with, a thought now. Okay. It has to me. do. It has to do with um, Jesus's comment to Thomas too, about I'm not your master. Yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. Basically, um, it's it's a it's this it's a it's a reference to. Going up, to, going to the next level. It's okay. a reference to like so. Right now, it's Jesus, Thomas is talking, or in that one, previous verse, Thomas is like Jesus, Master, and he goes, "No, I'm not your master." And what he's basically saying, like, we are now like one. Yeah, you know. Oh, okay. So, but what's okay? And so basically, um, so these are infants being suckled. Are like those that enter the kingdom. So like yeah, and so and this this is a reference, or, and this is a reference to a previous verse that we just no, we just now read about. Why are you trying to find the end when you can't even find the beginning? You know, so like there's different stages, right? When you become, when you be, when you become one with God, and I think that's what the two when that's what it, that's what clicked to me is when he said when the two 
when you make the two one and you make the inside like the outside. Okay. Basically, it's it's um it's taking the polarity and just the dualism and making it non-dualism. When you make it two to one, okay. We see everything in polarity. We everything has like a begin like you're born, you die, like, you know, inside, outside, this? above and below. Yeah, you know, I know. But what's that have to do with the infants being suckled? I was, I was okay. Here's the thought. Well, he was just giving. He was just pointing to them, like, see, those are kids that are those. That that's a that's a that's like that's like that's like one side of life. That's like the beginning. Then there's the. He was just pointing it as a reference. I think. Oh, okay. Because okay, well, but you have the mo- the mothers. And the child, and the the at one time the the mother and child were together. Yeah, I mean inside he oh, the, okay. the baby was inside the body. Yeah, being fed and nurtured, right? Yeah, by the mother. Okay, I'm 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 working this out as we're Dude, going. Go for it. So and that you know by the umbilical cord, but they were one united you know body you know in it sure they were totally one yeah you're right the child comes out they're two they're two but as the mother's feeding they they you know they she's wrapping to one. the baby in the arms and is back feeding so when you return to your mother the mother or mm-hmm. the you know or the father figure that when the two become one when you're actually being nurtured you know again nurtured returning to that okay that former state that we were talking about with uh, earlier, we're returning to the end in the beginning. Exactly. As in the beginning, so is the end. The end. So as you were in the beginning, as you're, you know, whenever spiritually you return, you return into that state. That's why the kingdom of heaven is, is like these ch- children being suckled by the, you know, got it. Feeding I, after it makes, the I see what you're saying. I still don't understand the likeness of an arm and likeness of an eye, but I, but it also makes more sense the whole when they're not male or female. You know, it's like, hey, you take all these things that we differentiate ourselves by, and we, we, you know, what I'm saying. Well, yeah, but yeah, the male is in the female, the females in the male, or you know, the, it's all it's all combined. Doesn't matter what it is, you correct, and you're being remade in a the. So I don't know. Yeah. So that's, other than the very end, might, other like, than the whole fashioning an eye like an eye, I don't know if that I I kind of see a general. I kind of get it, but I think I do. But yeah, I don't understand the whole light. Yeah, when you fashion an eye in a place with an eye and a hand. It's not like you're place with a hand and you put that place with a foot. Just being remade, like actually, I don't know. Sure. But that's just an idea that I had spring up that. The, if it's a deeper meaning, you know, and you're like, look at that. But the, you know, the one became two and then now they're back to one. You know, that's why it's like the kingdom because you're, you're, you're merged back through the thing. I don't know. But, or not. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like uh, we know. Yeah. I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like uh, putting my, my, uh, but what's the end going to be like? Oh, what's the end, man? Well, it's like the beginning. Duh. Okay, Why did I have... mark the moat your brother? Okay. Oh, that one's like, come on, Brandon. You see the moat in your brother's no, eye, but like... you do not see the beam in your own eye. When you cast the beam out of your own eye, then you will see clearly 
maybe you will mark clearly to cast a moat from your brother's eye. So they they you marked that one because you were like, I just wanted to show that there was some of the same like these are found somewhere else in the in the that are also in the other gospels. That's why Brandon, I have twenty eight marked. Yeah, we'll skip twenty six. That one's just a good one because uh, okay, twenty eight. Jesus said, "I took my place in the midst of the world, and I appeared to them in the flesh. In flesh, I found all of them intoxicated. Oh, this is the one that reminded me of. I found yeah. none of them thirsty, and my soul became afflicted for the sons of men because they are blind in their hearts and do not have sight. For empty they came into the world, and empty." Two, they seek to leave the world, but from the moment they are intox- but from the moment they are intoxicated, but for the moment they are intoxicated. Gosh dang! I was, <laughs> when they shake off their wine, then they will repent. Hmm. So I found them all intoxicated. He he, you know, he comes into the world. Everybody's freaking drunk. Okay. And Jesus has the real water oh. liquid, but not because they're drinking the Kool Aid. None of them, none of them are seeking for. They're more. not thirsty. They're totally just wasted on, on the world. Oh, that's yeah, that's good. That reminds me of. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find it, but that one where he's talking about. Do you have anything to say on this one? No, I I think it's, I think it's pretty good, but I don't have anything insightful. I think it's pretty. I think I think it's better than I thought it was. Yeah, he's like, dude, you're totally drunk. Um, because I have there's there's a corpus hermeticum. This is the one that reminded me of it. Remember where everybody's drunk and he wants to take him through the temple. Oh yeah. You know, but they've got a which one was that in? It up. Um, I'm gonna look real quick. Oh yeah, here it is. Where are you heading in your drunkenness? Okay, this is in this is of the the Hermetica, the seventh one. The greatest evil in mankind is the ignorance is ignorance concerning God. Where are you heading in your drunkenness, you people? Have you swallowed the doctrine of ignorance undiluted, vomiting it up already because you cannot hold it? Stop and sober yourselves up. Look up with the eyes of your heart, if not all of you, at least those of you who have the power. And then the vice of ignorance floods the whole earth with utterly and utterly destroys the soul shut up in the body, preventing it from anchoring in the heavens in the havens of deliverance. Yeah, it's really good. That's that those are very similar. You're yeah. Right. So it's like like they're just totally drunk with the the it with ignorance. And Jesus is coming with this water, but they're they're like, I'm full, man. I've already had a couple of Bunderbergs and a you know, and they're drinking the bad stuff. They're not drinking yeah. the goslings. They're drinking the they're drinking the Canada dry bolds and the <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude! And it's like, hey, I come with a cock and bull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, yeah, it was good. It's good because 
and my soul became afflicted for the sons of men because they're blind in their hearts and do not have sight. Just like sober up, guys. When they shake off their wine, they will. Then they will repent. But uh, not until then. You need to sober up because you're you're in a drunken state. You know this world, and it makes the world the world's just a dream too. You're in that drunken state. Where things just, yeah. uh, you're just floating through and going from one thing to the next. So there you go. Um, I'm glad I, I was able to find that in the Hermetica. Though. Yeah, I'm glad. You, I was thinking to myself, like, oh, here's another one of our, like, we're going to be looking for something. Yeah. I find it. Uh-huh. Um, do you have anything before 34? Mm-mm. Because 34 You don't have it marked, that. Brandon. I know, but I just not read it. I just not realized it. Like, oh, you know why I don't have it marked? Because it's right after one of the things that I've already heard a bunch of times and that are from, it's right after 33. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of like, okay, I got this section. I already know this stuff. You know, I think I missed 34. Okay. Okay. So about that, what you were just now reading about how like, you know, you said one of the lines in there was um, in their hearts and they do not have sight. Right? Yeah. So 34 says, if a blind man leads a blind man, they will both fall into a pit. Yeah. The blind leading the naked. It was a small, short, yet profound. If yeah. a blind man leads a blind man, you'll both fall into a pit. And you'll find that that's the problem also is, in the Bible. Is it? It's another one but, that was... No, but they have it a little extended. Oh. One of the things they say is sometimes, like, the more basic things, um, the more basic will become more profound, and the more profound will become... Ba- no. Oh. No. Okay. The end from the beginning. No, that the, sometimes whenever they're super basic, those are usually the first, the earlier versions of them. Yeah. You know, and then you get the extended kind of expanded. Like you find sometimes some of the ones you find. So these ones that are like a shorter version of them might be oh. the older one. And there's evidence. Yeah, okay. Got so it. That's, that's what I was saying. Good point. That's a good point. But even the bo- basic shall become profound. Yes. And the profound basic i just think um this is relevant this is relevant to today because i mean in this there's been a few verses which means like hey if if they if you're, you're you know where where are you looking you know yeah well, i know the gospel of mary is like there's a verse that says and just like there's one in this one that says hey if anybody tells you where to go like it's the wrong place yeah you know and yeah uh, if somebody says hey i'm leading you yeah yeah and there's you can see that with leaders and we're so throughout the world, you know, you, we're so quick to be led. We're you so put quick. people, you give people badges and titles, like yeah, Ralph Waldo Emerson yeah. said, and there are leaders. And it's like, well, what do they know? Do and you never ask, what do they know more than you? And that's why. Oh, well, they're given. They're they're given secret. They know stuff. They have all these agencies reports. Sure. No, they don't. They're, they're still dumb people. Exactly. And that's where 34 came that's into That's why me. you trust yourself. If a blind man leads a blind man, they'll both fall into a yeah. pit. Yeah. And life is the pits. Ew, it so is. So we're being led by a bunch of blind men. Yep. Okay. Now I have... Oh, okay. 40, uh, 38. Whoa. Oh, you skipped the disrobing. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, Brandon, you don't have it marked. Like the little guys. Okay, we can read that. No, I don't. I don't have anything to say about it. Um, Jesus said, "This is thirty-nine. Jesus said the Pharisees and the scribes have taken the keys of knowledge. 
hypnosis and hidden them. They themselves have not entered, nor have they allowed to enter those who wish to. You, however, be as wise as serpents and as innocent as doves. So he's saying the scribes and Pharisees have taken the keys of knowledge and hidden them with all of their different things that they do. They, they haven't, they themselves haven't entered the kingdom and they don't even want you to enter. They won't allow you to go any further either. They built up this whole system. It's like the church or some church. They built up this whole system of laws and rules and everything to follow. follow, yeah. Yeah. They, and they want you to follow it and it doesn't get them any further into the kingdom and they won't let you get any further into the kingdom. It's like those crabs that keep on pulling, like you put a bunch of crabs in a bucket, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The, yeah. It'll keep them on. There. And then all of a sudden the, another crab will, and all of a sudden a crab will reach up and pull the other one down. It's just, they keep pulling, they're pulling you down, man, with all their rules and they don't even, you know, that's good. So this is that, blind leading to the blind kind of thing yeah and they, actually yeah, these are this is worse than the blind than the blind because these people are intentionally like you i you have to do the way we we do it we don't and we won't let anybody go any further you know yeah it's if you do like, it outside of what we do it you're wrong so you you know exactly and it's almost like there's a recognize like some of the some of these people some of these leaders they recognize that there's like a higher rule, a higher law, but like what they're not ready for it, and so they keep they keep them dumb out of like we care, but that we don't we don't they're not ready for these higher rules, so we're gonna keep them dumb. Oh, okay. You know, like they recognize even though they don't live it themselves, even though they're even though they themselves have not entered, they won't allow others to do it. But they, I think, but I think they do recognize that there's something higher. Hmm. You know, bold statement, Brandon. I, it is bold, a lot more bold than Canada Dry. I'm just saying, I think that they're so caught up in their rules and regulations. I mean, you can see it with just bureau, bureaucrats and stuff. Yeah. If yeah. you don't file the paperwork in the right way, don't date it. Regardless of what your intent was, you don't get what you want. You know, kind of thing. They're so. In their system, even though what you want to do is correct, you know, or, you know, lawful, they, they won't let you, but they say you got, you got to be, and this is one that, uh, you know, you hear in the Bible, be as wise as serpents and as innocent as doves. So around these kind of people, you got to think smart, you know, but you're just, you're not, not. Oh, I get it. Don't be slick, though. You know, you, you be as wise as serpents, but as innocent as doves. Got it. I like as that. Doves. Yes, so, yes, yes. Just, just think. Yeah, you, you can. I don't know. Be your secret hermetic. Yeah. Be your like Isaac Newtons. And yeah. Stuff and, you don't have to be in their face about yeah. it, but be wise, and you can trick them. Maybe. Right. Yeah. Trick them. Jesus said the 42 Jesus said become passers by just passing through man that's oh. what what you're doing in this life I like that it's way more profound than I first thought it was yeah it's like like hey what are you up to oh dude I'm just passing through 
Oh, I love. What that do you one. believe? I'm just passing through, man. Yeah. Because this world is in everything. That's probably the yeah. No, that's, that's way that's, more that's profound. Ba- that that is the basic, my basic beliefs. Passers by. I'm a passerby, dude. What do you mean? I'm just passing through life, man. Yeah, and that and that, and that refers that references even back to the, you know, be as wise be as wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Like, oh no no, you know, just like be invisible. Yeah. You know. That's good, man. Yeah, so be a passerby. Don't let, you know, you don't, you're not sitting there clinging to anything. You're not taking it, anything in. You're just walking through. Don't let, don't let the, you know, things that affect you. 43. You want to read that? Yeah. His disciples said to him, who are you that you should say these things to us? And Jesus said to them, you do not realize who I am from what I say to you, but you have become like the Jews. For either, for they either love the tree and hate its fruit, or love the fruit and hate the tree. Yeah, I wanted to mark that one, and I and I probably should have. I thought about it quite a bit, and I was like, I was trying to like, you know, use correspondence and think of how many areas that applies in life. Yeah, you know, and uh, but yeah, it's pretty interesting. Well, just the love the tree and hate the fruit, and you know, it's. I was I was thinking it of the in the way that. Now I can't think of how I was thinking of it. Kind of, you're like, oh, this is such a great thing, but then you don't do it, you know, kind of thing. Or, ah, uh, now I can't think of it. Anyway, just think of how you would interpret it. Whoever's listening to this, yeah, they love the tree and hate the fruit. Or hate the fruit and love the tree. I think, yeah, the point is, is they don't love both. Yeah. Whatever it is. It's not about what, it's not about the fruit or the tree. It's about both. Not, not being both. Yeah. Whether it's loving, loving both or hating both. Mm-hmm. So. And it's all the same thing. Because it's the fruit, it's the fruit that makes the tree. And it's the tree that makes the fruit. So whatever way you want to interpret that. Sure. It's like, I don't know. So, okay, next. Do you have 47? Yeah. I have 47. I, oh, I, I have 47 also. Do you? So, okay. Yeah. It is impossible for... Oh, yeah, this one's good. I like this impossible. one. Do you? I like this one better than what's in the Bible. Yeah, I think it's why I'm... That's why I put a That's square why, next to it. Yeah, because I was like, oh, this one's actually... While you're reading that, I'm going to look it up in the Bible. It is impossible for a man to mount two horses or to stretch two bows. And it is impossible for a servant to serve two masters. Otherwise, he will honor the one and treat the other contemptuously. It's like the tree and the fruit, almost. No man drinks old wine and immediately desires to drink new wine. And new wine is not put into old wineskins, lest they burst. Nor is old wine put into a new wineskin, lest it spoil it. An old patch is not sewn into a new garment because a tear would result. Okay. Well, we don't have to look up the Bible one. Anyway, I like I like the imagery of this. It's a lot better imagery, like a guy trying to ride two horses. Yeah, it makes. Like, so- <laughs> he's gonna, you know, like you imagine 
he's just going to get split in half. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, there's no way he can ride, you can ride two horses mm-hmm. unless you're some kind of super stunt guy. But yeah, yeah. he's not talking about that. He's like, Jean Claude Van Damme do the splits. On yeah. The, on those two trucks. <laughs> so, yeah. He did not know Jean, Jean Claude Van Damme. No, he didn't. Little did he know. Uh, or stretch two bows. It's like trying to, like, you got, you got two hands. You can't stretch two, but you know, yeah, you need two hands to stretch one bow. So it is impossible. And then he goes for a serve. So he's like, uses this and he's like, this is why it's impossible for a man to serve two masters. I mean, you, it just, it just doesn't go that way. Either he's going to honor one yep. and treat the other bad. And that's what you know? I think that's the, that's, that's what, the, um, the imagery is so good there. And that's what matters is is he will honor one and treat the other contemptuously. Yeah, it's just you can't you can't do it. You can't ride two horses. You know, you can't pull two bows. You got to you're either concentrate pulling one bow or the other. It's just yep. You know, you can't do you can't it's just you're we all contradict ourselves and but Eventually, we end up choosing what master we 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 want, what mm. horse we're gonna ride, definitely, which bow we're gonna pull, pull, yeah, <laughs> which <laughs> wine we're gonna drink, <laughs> which patch we're gonna, which patch we're gonna sew back on our clothes, yeah. So no man drinks old wine and immediately desires new, because the old wine's the best. But you don't put new wine into old wine skins because. For some reason, you don't. I guess that, yeah, I guess you don't. You don't put it in the old stuff. I guess it'll burst or something. That's what he says. Yeah. yeah. I'm not an expert at wineskins. Neither am I. Did you get anything before 53? Um. Okay, I had 48 and I had a little question mark. Oh. Jesus said, if two make peace with each other in this one house, they will say to the mountain, move away, and it'll move away. Hmm, yeah. I think that's kind of the fe- male female or the uniting of your two to, two into one. Yeah, your yeah. two into one. That's that's the a theme. You know, a Gnostic theme is the the male female uh, duality kind of yeah. thing. If you want to, but if you can make peace with that, I mean, because in in the Bible, it's always the faith. Yeah, if you have faith, you can make move mountains. This one's saying something different. Yeah, if you make peace with one, if you have, if you have, yeah, made peace with with yourself or with you know with the duality of yourself, you can move freaking mountains. That's yeah. better. Yeah, get yeah, get out, get that out, faith. get faith out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. um. I don't have much to say about fifty three. Okay. Skip other than, but it just like rather than no, rather than it. physical circumcision, you know, oh. um, circumcision of the spirit. Okay. Yeah. But fifty five, I marked. Um, oh. Whoever okay. does not hate his father and his mother cannot become a disciple to me, and whoever does not hate his brother and sisters and take up his cross in my way will not be worthy of me. Okay, so if you come from a bad bad home life, you're good. Yeah, yeah. If you hate your mother and father and your brother I and sisters, I hate them so much. I this think is that an interesting one that, that reminds me of that reminded me of when Hermes was telling Tat like, 
if you don't hate your body, you know, like you have to hate your body to move forward, you know. And I think about the word hate. I'm like, I, I, I kind of, I don't know if it means like hate in the same way we use hate today. It just means hate. Like, yeah, I don't, like, I don't give them authority over me. I don't. Yeah, I don't, or I don't have obligation to yeah, them. Yeah. So just because they're flat, you know, it's it's kind of maybe it's kind of like you're born into the world. You're born to these parents. I'm trying to think of the reason why this is blasphemy because there's a honor thy father and thy mother. You know. Yeah, but so this would have been a big thing. Yeah, I wonder where. I wonder how big of a, because what does honoring your father and your mother mean? Sure. I, I, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. That's I one of the commandments of where that's one of the commandments where it's like, well, what do you mean honor? You know, like don't kill. Okay. I get it. Yeah. I guess easy. Uh, don't commit adultery. Yes. Honor your father and mother. Well, what exactly is that? It's interpretive. Yeah. Unless there's, a, unless there's, a, unless it wasn't interpretive and we but just they didn't don't really have, know what I know, it, but I'm saying the mosaic law was pretty specific and where 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 was the honoring your father and mother thing written into the law sure. it's not there as far as i uh, anyway yeah. it's it's anything i can think of off the top of my head anyway so hate your mom and dad there you go i mean as a teenager come on yeah i had this down blessed are the teenager. i hate them they don't get me blessed are the teenager for they shall inherit the <laughs> Yeah. I mean, my brothers and sisters, dude, we fought all the time. <laughs> so, um, I had uh, 56. Whosoever, Jesus said, whosoever has come to understand the world has found only a corpse. And whosoever has found a corpse is superior to the world. So, well, no, I'm saying that you understand that the, the world is just a dead thing. Okay. It's, you know, death. The world is, you realize, you re, it's kind of the, the wool, you know, like mm. you're seeing the world for what it is. It's just a world. Okay. A dead world. Man. And whoever has found a corpse is superior to the world. So once you see that it's, that it brings death, that it's only death and, you know, then you, okay. you can overcome it. Yeah. Kind of that whole thing back and we talked about where you're like, first you become upset and then you become astonished. You oh, know? yeah, 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 totally. Or what was, yeah, something like yeah. that. Like, when yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like that. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's along the lines of the Buddhist thing where they used to meditate on death. They'd mm-hmm. go to graveyards and stuff and, yeah, charnel grounds. Yeah, like, and just like, this is just life is death, you know? I mean, it's just part, it's just, yeah. and once you realize that, then you can overcome it. Then you've, you've, you've gotten well, further. That's good. That's a good one. Yeah. Because if you find a corpse, it's superior to the world because Jesus is the life. Huh? And the light. Yeah. Okay, do you have anything before 65? I got 59. Jeez. Jesus said, Take heed of the living one while you are alive, lest you die, and seek 
to see him and be able to do so. Be unable to do so. So take heed of the living one while you're living. Yeah. Don't sit there and hope that whenever you die, somehow you're going to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just do it now. It's This is the time to, to do it while you're. You know the 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 water the living waters are for the living, not for the dead. Yeah, this is kind of like a kinda, this is something that you would read in like Epictetus almost. Yeah, do it while you live, not not. Don't put it off because don't do it when you're dead. You don't, you're not going to be doing anything <laughs> when you're dead. That's what he's saying. He's like, yeah, or or kind of like the the people who who procrastinate, you know. Do it now. It's kind of like do it now. Yeah, totally. I don't know. So now we we're have, going. We have a lot. There's a lot. There's not many things we can do when we're dead. I have my next one's at seventy-seven. So I must. Mine's have hate, I must have hated this page. Oh, mine's at eighty. Okay. I despise that page. Yeah. The page. I I despise sixty-five through seventy-five. I I, I despise it almost as much as I despise oh. my father and mother. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 77 as a teenager 77 isn't anything more per- we've already covered it kind of but I've read it just I, I like the fine. whole split in the wood I hope the ex- whole split in the wood but basically oh, yeah, it is yeah. I who am the light which is above them all it is I who am the all from me did the all come forth and unto me did the all extend split a wood split, split a piece of wood and I am there lift up the stone and you will find me there so He's all. The, that's the all, man. That's the all, man. Yep, exactly. That's the what, all and all. That's what. That's what it's referencing. So your next. You said he likes eighty. Okay, said? eighty. Jesus said, "He who has recognized the world." Oh, this is this is this is uh, this goes back. This is yeah, cross reference for one. the corpse. Yeah. He who has recognized the world has found the body, but he who has found the body is superior to the world. Yeah, that's almost like the word. Of, it's almost the same. It's just not saying the corpse. It's just saying. You recognize it for what who he recognized the world for what it is has figured you know has found it and it, that you realize it's just the body and then you can become superior to it because you are a mind. Yeah. So that's a lot like fifty six. Yeah, actually, I had I wrote down there XR eighty. Oh, cross there you go. Reference, there you Brandon. go. Oh, it's a cool trick. XR. Can I have a soda? Yeah. Dr. Pepper did. Pepper me. Jeez. Brandon, I'm going. You have you have a you have a lot of. Uh, I got a, tw- a 50 gallon stomach. That's what, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I try, I'm trying to figure out a way to say it. A 50 gallon bladder. I got the, I got an upgrade. <laughs> I want to get a bladder enlargement. <laughs> Like, like people are all getting this cosmetic surgery. It's like, dude, I got the 50 gallon or it's like, like what? I don't focus on the external. I focus on the internal. <laughs> the 50 gallon. Oh my gosh. I'm just like, that'd be awesome. It's like you can go for like days. Like you think about in cell phone battery life. How long can you hold? Like I can, go for, I can go for a week. I want to go for the camel upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, now, ah, uh, yeah, I see you got eighty nine. Okay, now we get 
Do you have 89 or no? No, no, no. Okay. 89. Jesus said, Why do you wash the outside of the cup? Do you not realize that he who made the inside is the same one who made the outside? That was pretty good. Yeah. It's like we spend so we are we are we have so I, I'm like I at first I'm like that's pretty lame. No, of course we not. wash the inside because that's the inside is what you have to wash. You don't need to wash the outside. But then I thought about like yeah you know what he's talking about how we are so like we're so like uh, I don't know selfish like we're only worried about ourselves. Okay. So we have this beautiful cup, or we have this cup, and we wash the inside because washing the outside won't help you keep. You know, won't, washing the outside is not going to help you. It's not even going to keep it clean, really. Much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all the stuff that's being poured inside. Yeah. So we're only worried about like taking care of ourselves, rather than like take rather than like taking care of what's there around, like taking care of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I was looking. See, I always I always look at it as. Uh... Like, I mean, the, I, well, he's talking about a cup, obviously, but like washing the outside of the body, this is what we're taking care of the outside. You know, this is the one thing that we do, you know, that all, pretty much most humans are, you know, dressing the outside, making it look nice, you know, uh, washing it, all this stuff, but we're not doing anything for the inside, Hmm, what's inside of us. Yeah. You know, so, and that's, that's the, it's like, well, you're taking all this care for the outside thing, but you're not working even at all for the inside. And that's where the the important stuff is, yeah. where the real stuff is. Yeah. My, I, I wash my car on the outside. I don't wash the inside. Yeah, Brandon, I've been in your car. Like, I know. Like I've seen all the crumbs. No, you just, you need to get in my car. All the crumbs. <laughs> like, were you eating a crumb cake? How many crumb cakes have you eaten? Like, what the? No kidding. Crumb's a funny word. It is. I don't like that. I don't. I, I don't. I actually don't like that word. You said it, man. Yeah, I just don't like it. it you is. know the other word I don't like is I don't like peel. Peel? Yeah. It's not appealing to me. I uh, get it. <laughs> okay, so I got ninety-five. Uh, Jesus said, "If you have money, do not lend it at interest, but give it to one from whom you will not get it back." I like that. It's just like what? Yeah. He's like, dude. You know what? First off, don't lend it at interest, but give it to somebody and don't even expect it back. And probably give it to somebody you're not going to get it back because who cares? It's freaking money. Wow. You know? But don't don't sit here and be like, I'm going to make all this money off of it, you know? Yes. Greed, so, greed, man. He doesn't know about Bitcoin, dude. No, he doesn't. If only he would have invested. So, Jesus, a 97 I have. Um, Jesus said the kingdom of the father is like a certain woman. Okay. Who is carrying a jar full of meal. Okay. Yep. While she was walking on the road, still some distance from home, the handle of the jar broke and the meal emptied out behind her on the road. She did not realize it. She had noticed no accident when she reached her house. She shut the jar. She set the jar down and found it empty. That's way more awesome than I first thought. Yeah, because I I had read that and 
but then I was listening to the lecture and the guy was talking about it. I was like, oh, oh, that's deep. Yeah, this is really good. Yeah. I'm going to teach that to my kids. It's like walking through life. You know, we're, we're, we come into this world with all this potential. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're slowly, the spirit's draining out of us as we're walking through life, not even knowing it. And we get to the end and we open up the, where, where do it all go? We're yeah. empty vessels by the end. Or don't be an empty vessel by the end. And there's a reference to that earlier, earlier too. And it was empty, right? Where? In this, I thought, so I can't, I don't even, I doubt I have it marked, so I don't want to even know where to find it. Oh, okay. There probably was. But, um, so yeah, you're just, you know, the, slowly you're letting that, the, the life drain out of you or whatever, or the light. You know, I mean, obviously it's talking about grain, but this is interesting. She goes, through, she goes all the way on her journey, you know, with this, um, you know, all the way and she gets there and there's nothing in it. That's, I mean, is that our life? Are we living that way? We're going all the way through life. Yeah. Having all these possible things. Are we going to get to the end and just be some empty vessel? You know, that just, I am. all I did was drink do- Diet Dr. Peppers. Yeah. yeah. I will. I will not be. I will not be full. No, no I'm going to be a full vessel. Oh, yeah. I'm full right with now. With my 50-gallon yeah. tummy. I'm full right now. But are you drinking the living waters? That's a, You know, I'm going to start a Christian soda company. There we go. <laughs> Called Living Waters. Blessed are the blessed are the feet that walk upon the mountains. Yeah, it's gonna be a there's the first one's gonna be a Mountain Dew knockoff. <laughs> it's gonna be like Isaiah Dew. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it's the okay. What do you like about that one? I've said my part on it. I was imagining it as you were. It's probably because. I know it's probably because when you were reading it to me, it wasn't me reading it. So I was taking the approach of a, of a, you were this, you were telling the story and I was listening to the story, right? Like, mm-hmm. par- like the way that the parables actually are. Yeah. Right. It's Brandon, this is like a little parable. Dude, you're getting it, man. You're finally getting it. And I was in the imagery. I was getting it. And she's, and I, I took note on when it, when it said, while she was walking on the road and the, it, it mentioned, and I think that, like like the real estate on these doc on these texts or these papyruses and stuff or these you know you don't get you, you shouldn't be writing things that don't matter yeah right oh okay. so so when it says while she was walking on the road and then still some distance from home right mm-hmm. like why was that why does that matter what still some distance from home the handle on the jar broke and the meal emptied out behind her on the road. But she didn't realize it. But the, the, the point is she was still some distance from home. So like... Yep, that's all. She's still she's on <laughs> her journey. Well, and you know, the thing is that she had a full thing at one point, right? And then at some point it broke and she's still doing the journey. You, I bet you there's all these birds following her, like, you know, eating all the food. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. But it's like that. It's kind of like those vir- the virgins in the oil and their lamps and stuff, you know? Sure. Yeah. You know, they had full freaking lamps, but they. They weren't like paying attention. They weren't. They weren't focusing on what was happening. Yeah. She already had her full jar. She's yeah. good. Exactly. She wasn't focusing on it. And she was still some time from home. She wasn't washing the outside of her cup. Yeah. You know, she wasn't. Well, no, you. She should have washed the inside because you were. That analogy would have been different. Yeah. Okay. So I got 102. Do you have anything? No. Brandon, will you read this to us? Jesus said, Woe to the Pharisees, for they are like a dog sleeping in the manger of oxen. For neither does he eat, nor does the nor does he let the oxen eat. Freaking! I, I can just imagine that the dog. Yeah. Like every time the the oxen's move, so the Pharisees again doing that thing. Where did he say they did? Keeping people from getting, making it so you can't get further. Yeah, he's like the Pharisees and scribes have taken the keys, hidden them. They themselves have not entered, nor have they allowed. To enter those who wish to. And now he's likening them to a dog who's in the a manger or whatever with, with oxen. And the dog's like afraid of getting stepped on. And, but he won't turn his back sure. to, to eat anything, you know, like there's the bone back yeah. there. But then the, the oxen keep, and they, but he won't let them eat either. Uh, horrible. Freak. Pharisees. okay i got 108 oh that's a good one jesus said he who will drink from my mouth will become like me i myself shall become he and the things that are hidden will be revealed this is the one this is the one that i was reading and i this is the one i was telling you i was driving i was actually this is the one i was thinking about that gave me the aha moment about the thomas did you say master one? Did you actually verbally say aha? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did. Like aha. Uh-huh. No, but this is like when when Jesus says, "Hey, Thomas, I'm not your master." It's because Thomas drank from Thomas and says he was intoxicated, right? Because you you're intoxicated. You've been intoxicated. You've drunk the whatever the bubbling water or whatever you know. Yeah. He who would drink from my mouth will become like me, and myself shall become he. Like they're one. The two made to one. Oh. It all ties in. Yeah. Brandon, you tied it in. And then, of course, and for like the upteenth time, and the things that are hidden will be revealed to him. You know? Yeah. So there's a lot of hidden things going on. I'm trying to think of... uh, there's, There's one that I want this to go with. You can't just force things to go with each other, Mark. Like, I want to go with something. Dang it. I th- you know what? This is... Um, well, anyway, it was that thing. Remember whenever Jesus talked about lukewarm water mm. and spewing it out? I do recall that. I was that. like, he's like a human, a water fountain. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. trying to catch it in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking, because he says drinking the water from my mouth. I know, that, he's I like, love oh, that line. Doing a fountain. No, but that was, but he's actually saying drinking, you know, the words from my mouth, obviously. But, okay, 109. Wait, did I read that one or did you? 
I read one oh oh no, I you did. Okay, do you want to do you want to read one on? Yeah, I, I would love to read it. Brandon, could you uh, read one? Oh online? sure, sure. Jesus said, "The kingdom is like a man who had a hidden treasure in his field without knowing it, and after he died, he left it to his son. The son did not know about about the treasure. He inherited the field and sold it." The one who bought it went plowing and found the treasure. He began to lend money at interest to whomever he wished. I like this one because it reminded me of Emerson's thing with the field. That oh. this guy's got this awesome field and there's a treasure in it. Mm -hmm. But he didn't tend to the field at all. Yeah, yeah. His okay. own field. His son inherits it, you know. Just and this is, But no, his son inherits it. His son inherits... Sure. The genes okay. and every, you know, different things from his father. The same, you know, pretty, the field, son does, doesn't even pay attention to it. And then somehow it's, it's sold to a stranger. And finally somebody does something with it. And he's like, dude, there's a treasure in here. Yeah. Don't ignore the treasure inside of you, man. And your own field. The problem is he began to lend money at interest. He shouldn't, he should have lent money and not expected to get it back. Well, yeah, but <laughs> well, you know what? That's there's a contradiction. Come on. Well, but he, you know the pair. The, whenever he's telling them, he's saying literally, "Don't do this stuff." You know, but then he's using this as a parable. He's telling stories, yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't really. So it's like people look, don't really do that. Well, as I'm saying, it's like well, it's the parable. There's there's one in here where he talks about killing a a guy. He's like, okay, you want to kill a strong man? What you do, you first you got to get your knife and stab a guy. Goes gets his knife, stabs it in the wall to make sure that his hand that he yeah. can do it, and then he and then he goes and kills the yeah. strong man. That's um, ninety eight. Read it to us. The kingdom of the father is like a certain man who wanted to kill a powerful man. In his own house, he drew his sword and stuck it into the wall in order to find out whether his hand could carry through. Then he went and slew the powerful man. So you're saying kill power, kill powerful people? Yeah, that's what he said right there. You know, that's what people exactly. always do. Though. Exactly. That's what he said. Yeah. He said kill. He said kill. He said kill powerful people. Yeah. It's like, oh wait, he said he lent it out at interest. <laughs> I don't know who you're quoting, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but people just do that. I know. It's yeah. like, but he's anyway. Yeah. So he just so kill powerful people. Exactly. Take these literal, because they're before, totally they're total literal. Before you do though, test it out. Make sure that you have the strength to do it. Yeah. I don't know who I was. I was. <laughs> it was good. You want me to kill powerful people? I'll do it. All right. I mean, I feel like I recognized it. So I'm I'll kill powerful, powerful people, man. Okay. So in one thirteen, I do you have? I uh, know. I have one thirteen marked. His disciples said to him. Oh, here we go. Another one of these. When will the kingdom come? Question mark. Jesus said, it will not come by waiting for it. I like that. Yeah. It will not be a matter of saying here it is or there it is. Rather, the kingdom of the Father is spread out upon the earth and men do not see it. It's here now. I mean, he didn't say that. Yeah. I'm saying that. Yeah. So, you're... Waiting for it. You're looking for all the prophecies and look, it's going to be fulfilled. It's like, dude, it's right, right out here. And 
if you go back to that Bible scripture, the kingdom's inside of you. So definitely it's just waiting to, they hit it. God hit it in you. He was going to launch it up into space. Yeah. Yeah. But that wasn't, he knew, but he hit it in the place that nobody would ever think to look inside. Inside. So there you go. And that thus ends the gospel according to Thomas. Yeah. That was a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. We had some, some insights, some, some not so insights. Sometimes we tried to pull things together. Sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. Sometimes we couldn't find certain things, but you know, but it's already there. It's inside of you. Yeah. You don't forget this. It's don't look. It's inside of you. Well, that's what, that's the thing is that, that whatever we say, you know, and you, you know, whenever we're discussing it, it's like, oh yeah, that make you know, but that's not necessarily you, you do it yourself. You know, you figure it out yourself. I mean, sometimes people might be able to point you in the, in a right direction or whatever somewhat, but it's all about how you finally get. Well, and that's what Jesus actually told. That's what one of the things he said is he's, he's like, I'll point you to something that can't be found. But all he can do is like point, you know. He, yeah, you can. He you he find can, it yourself. He can spew water. There you go. Out of his mouth, but he can't make you drink. There you go. That's a good. Way to the, put it. You know what I'm saying? He can. He can just. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Get that waterfall imagery. That, that, yeah. The water. That water fountain. Yeah. The <laughs> cupid with the cupid spewing the water out of his mouth. Whatever. Well, there's that one. Anyway, there's that the famous fountain mannequin piss. It's the little kid peeing, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not the one. That's not. No, that's, that's not a drinking. <laughs> but that kid, Madigan, is supposed he put out. He actually put out a fire by peeing on it. That he saved a town. That's why that little. Is that what happened? Is that, is that where the statue came from? Yeah, the, the fountain came from. Anyway, it's cute imagery though. But <laughs> don't drink from that fountain. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but but uh, yeah. So this it's an interesting thing. What the, now that we've talked about the not the this one, the Gospel of Thomas, because then you see the diff, the big difference. Sure. With uh, the church and the different rites mm-hmm. and things that you do, where yeah, where the- this one's more of like a kind of like a mystery. Well, I don't know mystery religion, but. Well, I'm burping. Yeah. But, but kind of a, a religion where it's like inside you and you can't, you're yeah. not necessarily doing the outward things or you are probably, but the emphasis isn't on that. So it's an interesting take. Oh, it is. I like, I liked it a lot. So, yeah. Well, so next time we're going to, we're going to talk about what we're going to do next one. Yeah, but um, we're going to stick, you, you, we are going to, we're going to do something else in, we're going to do something else uh, Gnostic, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we might get into, because this one actually, according to what scholars say, according to what I heard scholars yeah, say, yeah. you know, not, but is not, doesn't go into the some of the bigger picture Gnostic stuff. Yeah, totally. You know, with the whole, the whole, how God's kind of broken down. Yeah, into none of that. None things. of that there's stuff. There's no yeah. Sophia. There's no, 
yeah. you know, all these different things. So we'll, I think we'll probably go with something like okay. that. Cause that one's really interesting. Yeah. So, well, thanks for listening and thanks. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. You know, it's cool to see that people are downloading it. So yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. See you.